All right. <laughs> okay, ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Let's go. Let's get right into it. What up? This is this is the kind of week that we've been wanting all 2020 long. This is a week we thought we were going to get with D23. We thought we were going to get with SDC at home. We thought we were going to get with NYCC at home. We oh, thought on. we were going to get the atomic bomb of pop culture news and notes. It waited until December 10th, 2020 for Bob Iger and the, the, the House of the Mouse to just drop a nuclear bomb on pop culture. And we're going to get to it in just a second. We got to do some little introductions. Oh, man God. over there. By the way, if you're here looking for Return of the Jedi, you're going to need to hit fast forward and go to next week because we're not doing Star Wars. We're taking a TL oh, right yeah. now. Yes, we are. Here, yes, we are. Pause. But we have got some Star Wars news oh. coming up, bro. Stuff that will melt your damn mind. Over there, you know him as the Darth Lord, the Sith Lord, the Dark King, J.R. Kambakungin. Right How's now. up? How's you doing, guys? Also How's everyone not, doing tonight? Yeah. <laughs> also, not JR Comics. Yeah, also not JR <laughs> Comics 42. Uh, How you doing, man? How you doing? eBay listings coming soon. Uh, oh, he's been there. <laughs> bro, well, you're, what you're about to find out, you may want to clear out them long boxes because we have got some money to be made for comic book collectors because, bro, there are some books that are just going to fly off the dude, shelf. We knew they dude. were hot tickets before. Yep. Dude, they are mint right now. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to want to sign up for some CGC pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Kevin Bell, the Voice of Reason, that Voice of Reason 23 yes, on all is. social media platforms. Yes, he is, man. At PS Comics, I love you on Facebook. At PS yep. Comics, I love you on Instagram. Instagram. At PS Comics, I love you. You, what are you? Twitter. Twitter. Remember, we're still looking for them 100 followers. And yep, we're going yes. to unload some books uh, yep. on you. Bro, let's get right into it. Someone oh, man. pissed off the mouse. So, like... <laughs> So guys, if you have no, you guys have no freaking clue. Brothers, about. You done pissed us off. <laughs> if you guys have no clue what we're talking about right now, specifically if you're just a casual fan, casual listener per se, thank you very much for just you know listening to us, guys, guys, to guys, guys, every single week, man. Uh, so yeah, something happened over the weekend. Um, you know how you know we we've had in the in the last couple of months, um, like Kevin said before in intro, you know some Comic Cons at home type of stuff. Yeah, uh, Disney said, "Hey, hold, hold my ears. I could do my better, ears. y'all. Pretty hold my much. ears." And so we had they had a investor investor conference or like investor con in, investors day. Thing? For those yeah. of you in lay terms, is yeah. an opportunity for a corporation to lay forth what their battle plan is for the upcoming business cycle. Yep. Uh, December for a lot of corporations is. Um, it's a it's a make or break for the upcoming fiscal year. Um, the calendar year for account companies will end uh, in at the end of this month. Uh, but uh, at the same time, their I mean their fiscal year ended I think back in yep. September. But their calendar year, which is where they start to lay the the groundwork out for what they want to accomplish, um, is January one. And yep. what what Disney did was they put forth an investor day for an opportunity for people right now. This is why we want you to invest in Disney. Um, we know that oh, Disney gosh. Plus is their, is their bread and butter. There was really little to no mention of the theme park side, which we know has taken an absolute brutal hit 
mm-hmm. over the last nine months with the yeah. uh, the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, but uh, we do know that places, parks like uh, Disney World are reopened. Other parks yep. internationally are open on a limited basis. Disneyland here in, the, in, in California still closed for the foreseeable future. But that yep. doesn't mean the house, the house of Mouse can't put out some freaking content. And Good buddy, God. did they ever. Um, we've got stuff from all levels of entertainment yeah. from Disney. And bro, let's start right at the beginning. They are addressing the elephant in the room, Uh Hulu. Disney, for those who don't know, technically has two streaming platforms here in the United States. They have Disney Plus, their main bread and butter right here. Mm -hmm. But they also were partners with a lot of other major studios in Hulu, which has been around for, what, about 12, 15 years maybe? It's about now, yeah. It's about. Um, And when they purchased 20th Century Fox... Uh, a few years, about a year and a year and a half ago, they mm-hmm. became the primary owner of Hulu. And so they're like, well, if it's one of our properties, let's put some money into it. And yeah, uh, bro, and they, 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 uh, they, they got some, uh, some announcements to be made. about. I, they, they do. Uh, they do. Just before to preface this guys, like the, the amount of stuff that just like maybe two or three of these things that, that Disney has dropped is just enough for a full on event. Right. Yep. Literally about three or four of these announcements that they have is good enough for a one full event. Like, you know, you could, you could fill out a hall H and then that's your event. That's it. And, but they have, they announced like 61 things this day, dude. This is, this and is JR's notes right here. Uh, this is JR's you, notes right here for one podcast. Six pages. And six pages. We're on the first page notes. and we're talking about Hulu, bro. Yeah. And so, so Hulu stuff, right. It's the, it's going to be more so I feel, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what Hulu is. It's a streaming service where this more so on the TV show section and they have their own specified series and all that stuff. So one of the things coming up right now is actually comedy stuff. You know, the only murders, only murders in the building, which is going to feature Selena Gomez, Steve Martin and Martin Short. It's a comedy series. Pretty cool. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, pretty good little catch right there. Another one called the dropout by Kate Mc- McKinnon. Yeah. By SNL. She's from SNL and she's actually, uh, she's starring in the dropout, which features the, uh, for if, if you, uh, Kevin, do you, do you know who Elizabeth Holmes is? I don't know. I was trying to um, was <laughs> try research her. What's that? You, you were trying to research her a little bit. I was. Well, the name sounded familiar, and I just I, I could it just didn't jog my brain. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, okay, so Elizabeth Holmes. For those who didn't know, I actually did some research. I remember, I remember her too, specifically because she was the uh, she's the woman that kind of swept that kind of took over a little bit um, Silicon Valley, and she was basically wanted she wanted to be to be looked at as as the woman, the Steve Jobs, but as a woman, right? Everything. From, from her style, her walk, how she presents herself, right? And she was trying to sell this uh, this uh, this type of medical equipment that can instantly check your blood temperature, that can instantly check your blood if you need insulin or not, right? That's that's mm-hmm. crazy bleeding tech. She's actually conned billions of dollars from it, right? And so now it's being, it's being turned into, I think, a, a, a TV series for just specifically for uh, for Hulu and Kate McKinnon, McKinnon who has, has historically played, um, uh, what's her name? Oh man, I forgot her name because you know I don't really care about. It was Kate McKinnon? Doesn't she normally? Doesn't she play <laughs> Justin Bieber on SNL? Isn't yeah, she her? does. But also, yeah, her and she also plays um, what's her name, dude? Um, I, I I'm trying to make a joke. Well, I'm really trying to make a joke. Ghostbr- she was also in Ghostbusters. She was Ghostbusters, but she uh, she played mainly um, who who tr- who Trump beat in uh, in 2016. Oh, she played Hillary. Yeah, she was Hillary. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that is her. Okay, Hillary, okay. Dude. She played good, Hillary. good Hillary too. She plays yeah, she plays Hillary. a good Hillary. Yeah, um, so that's gonna be one of them. Go ahead. 
Take this yeah, one. Yeah, you know, what? and I'm, I did look it up. Elizabeth Holmes. I, I could totally say see Kate McKinnon uh, pulling this off. So um, it'll be interesting. Yep. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, Hulu has become kind of the Miramax, or not the Miramax, the um, oh, I can't remember what the, what the uh, yeah, I guess kind of the Miramax property yeah. for Disney. Um, yeah. It's kind of where they kind of put the like, eh, we don't want that on Disney Plus. Let's put it over there. Yeah, a um, too adult. Yeah, so uh, it's where they 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 put some of their um, their first run TV stuff on. So, mm-hmm. like for example, um, I, you know, my wife and I are streaming, um, which actually is on Fox, but we're streaming uh, uh, Last Man Standing, which at Ooh. one point was on ABC, a Disney property, okay. um, and was produced by Fox and put on ABC. But uh, ABC canceled it uh, a couple of years ago. Fox picked it up, and now we're what we're streaming it on on Hulu. So you get an opportunity for stuff like um, for ABC stuff like the Goldbergs, stuff like Blackish um, mm. at the time, Agents of Shield, Agent yeah. Carter. Those kind of shows would air on say a Monday night, and then by yep. Tuesday <laughs> they were on Hulu. Um, kind of like what uh, the early goings of like on-demand vod kind of stuff yeah so but now hulu's getting into original content they got a little bit of that they got a little bit of that d money <laughs> coming money. in <laughs> <laughs> um let's see alien mm-hmm. i'm guessing is based mm-hmm. on the famous uh franchise yes sir um it'll be the first tv series in the franchise it will be set on earth interesting yeah man. um noah holly is the showrunner and his previous work is on legion couldn't Great quite get show. into legion couldn't quite really? get into legion but yeah. I will say that if Noah worked on Legion and the trippiness, the kind of weird oh, quirkiness yeah. of Legion, yeah, it's gonna work on the Alien franchise. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be great, dude. I'm, I can't. That like really, my ears perked up definitely when I heard that Noah that Noah was doing it. Like because I I love the first season of Legion. I can't. I just can't. Had I didn't have any time to get in the second season, and so I just loved the very first season of, of Legion. And he was just. It was so really out out there and so before it's time right even though it came yeah. out like what three four years ago i so. tried to get into it because i knew that initially they they were trying to do what um what marvel was doing with agents of shield and agent carter in trying yeah. to do tv shows uh but that were loosely based in the On greater the cinematic yeah. universe and it never caught on and i think that's when x-men was kind of fledgling and they were going a different direction post uh, uh days of future past and apocalypse and you know then you had deadpool and you had logan and there were so much timelines that they're like well, it's not convoluted it's good critics liked it the fan uh the, the hardcore fans were getting in the legion and um they're like well, let's just see how it does and it did okay for a couple of a uh, couple of years i will say if dan stevens does come back to be uh, to be um i forgot i forgot it yeah if dan stevens comes back to be legion uh david holler Dude, it's gonna in in a in a current in a current run X Men uh, movie. It'll be dude. He's one of the strongest freaking X Men ever, dudes. But yeah, um, uh, he ever since he did that it was great. Uh, so it was good. Based on one? based on adaptations, and you probably know more about this, but I'll get I'll get, I'll get a Kickstarter for us. <clears throat> the last, but certainly not least, on the Hulu platform, Why the yep. Last Man, based off the vertical comic series of the same name. Initial filming will start in early 2021. Don't, folks, Desert. don't sleep on 2021. We just a couple of weeks away from a new year. Cannot believe it. I thought about just, man, we were ushering in the new year, uh, and then 
it all went downhill from there after Kobe. Right? <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Uh, no, please don't bring it up. But anyways, uh, uh, but for uh, for those who don't know, for them that for those that know, this is actually a very uh, this is a, a one of the yes more yeah the critically a very critically acclaimed book where it was literally all the men on Earth died except for one guy, <laughs> all the male like everyone that had a Y chromosome on Earth, whether whatever species there died except for one man and his monkey. <laughs> and his monkey yeah basically right and his chimp his chimp, uh, his uh his uh yeah i guess yeah his monkey and so he has a pet monkey yeah and so I, I i can't say more than that because if i if i do it'll spoil the whole thing no it just you got me yeah. there that looks like it could be a lot of fun um you know you guys don't understand you know people that are coming back to comic books that on the outside looking in and go like, okay, what's happening in comics? I get asked all the time, like, Kevin, what do you collect? And, you know, I tell them, I collect Gwenpool, I collect, you know, Captain America and, and stuff like that. And they'll go like, okay, Cap, the Avengers, Deadpool, blah, blah, blah. I know those characters, but what's Gwenpool? I explain to them what Gwenpool, I know it's a, it's a Marvel character. But then you get into uh, books like The Walking Dead, Saga, no, uh, 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 um, was it no country no uh what's it called um uh, god god country god country sorry. yeah god country um faithless um uh, uh, uh lola books that aren't necessarily superhero driven like people for years we saw in the early 20s uh, uh i'm sorry not the 20s the the early 40s and the 50s we saw non-superhero comics kind of take over marvel and dc and they didn't do very well. Um, and that's, of course, when Stan Lee came in and we've heard the story all, almost a billion times. He said, you know, he says, I'm going to create one story and see if it succeeds. And he thus created um, uh, the, the Fantastic Four. Yes, sir. Um, that, there's a... Uh, um, More news come on that. A little, a little uh, foreshadowing. And then it creates, creates <laughs> Spider-Man. But yeah. some of the independent books have gone back and have done that we don't need superheroes let's tell different stories mm -hmm. and why the last man it's not a superhero and i and, and it's so nope. funny to this day people still don't know that the walking dead was event originally a monthly print comic book um yep. i actually up until just a couple of years ago didn't know that um that walking dead i knew walking dead was a comic book because my brother collected it but he collected the trade paperbacks, which were a collection, I believe, of 15 issues. Um, it was basically, five. was it five? Okay, five. The, the thin ones. So yeah. it was about five issues. Yep. Um, and um, then, of course, I thought about getting the Omnibus, which which was the one that was right above that. It had like, I think it had like about a year's worth of books. Yeah. There. But full, I didn't know that they were single run issues. And uh, until, actually, until I think I started collecting comics at Asylum, which was about four years ago. But uh, yeah, Why the Last Man? Never heard of it um but it does intrigue me based on what jr was talking about um but that kind of leads into our next section where we're going to go bam right into the house of mouse right into some d plus over here and get into a mixture of <laughs> we're going to get into a mixture here of lucasfilm disney disney animation maybe a little pixar i think i'm not 100 sure um but let's get into something that was kind of ripped from those old comic books, those old radio serials, and that was one of the greatest, one of the greatest cinematic characters ever created. Of course, yep. we're talking about Henry Jones Jr. the second, aka Indiana Jones, his fifth and final 
uh, movie will come to theaters in the summer of 2022. It will feature yeah. uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, I will say supposedly. It might, it's definitely going to be Harrison Ford's last film as Indy. Well, um, Kathleen Kennedy, who mm. is the president of Lucasfilms, and mm. Indiana Jones is technically a Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm property. Yeah. Um, mm. So Kathleen made it sound like this was the last movie in the franchise. There is rumors that they were going to readopt the young Indiana Jones Chronicles which was a yep. series that aired in the early 90s, was actually a very underrated show. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, mm -hmm. It was a show that was meant for, I believe, River Phoenix. Um, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Right. And before he passed away, of course, people don't know, River Phoenix, um, the brother mm -hmm. of... Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. River Phoenix, massive, yeah. massive movie, young movie star. Died mm -hmm. of a drug overdose in, in the, uh, the 80s. And um, he played young indiana jones in uh the last crusade yep. and was fantastic and people thought we could build a franchise around this kid mm -hmm. and they created the young indiana grown young indiana jones chronicles and uh that uh it did okay but never got yeah, never really, I, I would i would probably suggest that it's this was also the fact that one is not harrison ford and People were expecting Harrison Ford, and two, like it was very much a young like. They, no one wanted to, not not that many people wanted young Indiana Jones per se. And just to give kind of any type of reference to who who uh, River Phoenix was, the best comparison I would have him for today would probably be Timothy Chalet. Like it was that type of prestige. Type he of thing, was so man. Like, good. He was really freaking good, man. He was. If it wasn't for like you know ageism back in the eighties, I'm pretty sure he would have won an Academy. I'm pretty sure he would have won some type of award back then. But then I'm gonna give it to him because he's a young guy. Stand by so, me is one of the is one of the best. Uh, yeah. Is it Stand by me or Lean on me? Uh, Stand by me. That's that's uh, that's um, that's Timothy Chalamet. But then, like I'm telling you, man, I'm, if River Phoenix, dude, if he was that ageism type of thing back in the eighties, don't bug me now. I'm pretty sure he's gonna. It's a it's a. It's, uh, not, that should be Stand by me. But yeah, just check it out. Try to find it. But um, yeah, that oh, I'm happy. But going back into our point of Indiana Jones Five is gonna be it's my ears really perked up when it's when it's gonna be directed by James Stand Mangold. by me, Stand by me, yeah, James Mangold who did Logan in back in 2015, yeah, 2015. Mm. Uh, he's taking he's gonna be directing he's gonna be directing it and there's and the film sets released in 2022, guys. So uh, it's no. definitely Harrison Ford's last film as Indiana Jones because Harrison Ford I got love for him man. If I if uh, he was definitely one of the guys I will put back in the time chamber. To, to get young Indy or to get young Harrison back, but he's def that might be his last his last time as Indy, which is good. And of course, good. James Mangold also did The Wolverine, which is a completely underrated movie yep. from the X Men franchise. That's where he kind of got his 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 uh, notoriety. Did Logan, nominated mm -hmm. for an Academy Award, won an Academy Award, mm -hmm. doing Ford versus Ferrari. People don't realize that's, that's right. James Mangold. That's right. Uh, so this is fantastic. When I it's funny when I mentioned Indiana Jones five to Jr. earlier this week when this news broke, um, I mentioned it to James Mangold and it went in one ear and out the other. He had no idea who I was talking about, and oh, then he's dude. like, "What? I, what? I and then did. and then I said, "It's the guy from Logan." And he went, "Oh, oh, yeah." And it was like you kind of like it was like uh, yeah. you just kind of brain farted. Like it was just like, yeah. dude, yeah. but you were in such a haze because you were just like, Look I, was, at the, I think yeah, you're looking like, like, at the other Marvel stuff and you're like, yeah, Bro. I was. He was yeah, flipping through oh, his wait, long James boxes Mangold. going like money, 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 money. <laughs> That's basically it. Speaking of so, the 80s. Yeah, speaking of the 80s, guys, uh, I'll say this one. 
Willow is coming back. It's becoming a Disney Plus series. It's going to be a Disney Plus series, and it's going to have Warwick Davis reprise his role back on Willow, and he's going to be having a new adventure. So for those who don't know, uh, Willow is... Uh, I forget when exactly in the 80s. It was like 82, 83? Yeah, it was... It was I mean... Uh, I'm trying to remember because I remember I was, a, I was a little kid, and for mm. those who don't know, um, I get I get asked all the time, is your last name really Pillow? 1988. Um, and I said, yeah, it is. Um, and I used to be called Kevin Pillow Willow. Uh, I was seven in 1988 when that movie came out. And I was yeah. uh, so seven, I'm about the same age as my son. So first grade. Um, mm. And uh, it was still a big, it was a big movie. That was huge. They didn't do movies like this, at least at the level of... Um, like as they do now, on. I mean, Willow would be lost in a sea of of similar genre films, but Willow from Lucasfilms was just another spoke in the wheel uh, that would come out every so often from George Lucas, and uh, I believe obviously this came after after Return of the Jedi, yep, um, on by almost like what, four or five years. Yep. Um, indie, I believe it already started, but that was more of a Steven Spielberg kind of deal. Um, but Willow was kind of it kind of floated under the radar. Warwick Davis, uh, you know, really kind of brought that kind of brought that little people movement to the big screen. Mm-hmm. Um, he played so many great roles. People, he's also wicked. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not wicked. Oh, god dang it, now I'm gonna have to look. Oh, you talk about the Ewok he plays. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, God dang it, he's gonna bug me because it was my brother's. It was my brother's favorite Ewok. Um, but uh, we don't know yet if um, we don't. We haven't heard yet if Val Kilmer will be, uh, rep- will yeah, be yeah. returning to the the, the movie. I'll ask that too. I, I do know. I, I did see that's gonna have new new characters in it too. But he's it's the same, it's the same Willow. Has gonna have the same. He's gonna have, but on a, an older Willow, but different adventure. So we're, there has yet to be. Wicked uh, is yeah. Wicked is the name of the of the of the Ewok that he plays. He also right. is in. Um, he's also known in the Harry Potter. That's right. As, yeah, as that's right. He's from. He's that's uh, right. So. That's right. Uh, that's gonna be a. That's gonna be set to release. Actually, we don't know when that's gonna be set to release. We, all I do. All we do know is that it's. Uh, it is. Uh, it has been announced, and it's gonna be. It's gonna have Warren Davis, Warwick Davis as Warwick Davis as. Uh, Willow. As as Willow. And it's also gonna be starring Ellie Bamber. I'm gonna. I'm gonna butcher his name. Kelly uh, Spain. Span. 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 I think so. I would have said Spain. <laughs> yeah, and Aaron Kellyman. So yeah, it's gonna be a Scott Disney Plus guys. Yeah. Everything from what you'll be hearing from us, man, is gonna just add more and more value to Disney Plus, guys, because this is definitely one for streaming. This is definitely one to really, yeah, you know, a good bank for your book type of thing. And it should be noted that it also was announced. And I might as well just throw this in here now because yeah. it's just gonna, yeah. it's just again, gonna be um, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Foreshadowing to what we're we've got coming. We're only on page two. Uh, Disney has also announced that coming in march you will receive a one dollar increase on your monthly bill for right. disney plus and, it, and i believe uh which will be about a ten dollar increase if you bundle and do the a uh, one year plan it will also add one dollar to the monthly plan 
for if you decide to do the Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus bundle, which right now is twelve ninety nine a month, which is a pretty damn good deal. Except Hulu is still with ads, yeah. um, and the 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 the, the bundle will go to thirteen ninety nine. The yeah. uh, total bundle, if you decide to do just Disney Plus for the year, I believe is, n- is about a hundred bucks, basically. Yeah, about hundred bucks. So, and for those of you who signed, you got the D twenty three special at the end of summer 2019, like I did, and you sign the three-year contract, it uh, does not affect that. That price is locked in and is good for three That's years. Time. So I just wanted to throw yeah. that in there because it you're going to get more than a dollar's worth of increases here on this list. Yeah, uh, Pretty cool franchise, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, is based on the yep. best-selling children's book uh, series author Jeff Kinney. Yep. Um, I like this. The animation style, which puts... Diary of a Wimpy Kid uh, 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 separates itself uh, from a lot of other books. Um, it's a really unique, cool sh- yeah. uh, artwork. The it's an animated series, and it will be using Kenny's uh, art style yep. for the animation. We did see that I believe it was adopted to a live action version a couple of times. Told a good yeah. story, but yeah. it's it was never it was never the style of which Kenny originally wanted. So yeah, there was there has been many I think at least three uh, adaptations for it on the big screen, but there was never a full like uh, series, which is going to happen again, and which is set to release in twenty twenty one for Disney Plus guys. So that's another one to add to the book. That's just man, did these come out with hits after hits, man? And well, for my old school heads, man, they're for my old school heads, for my old school Halloween heads. They're finally making a Hocus Pocus number two. This sequel. is the worst kept worst kept secret in the Halloween genre of movies. Finally announced. Finally announced it. Finally, finally. finally announced. It's been rumored for years. They the fake memes on social media. It's every Halloween it comes out. Dude, you hear they're gonna make Hocus Pocus two, and every Halloween it comes and goes and they don't. Mm-hmm. I might be the only person on the planet who's seen Hocus Pocus and goes, mm-hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> oh man um, it, it, it was definitely one of those things where like if you grew up as a kid you're gonna love it but at the same time you go older you have no clue what the heck's happening but yeah uh nothing no new information about it. no yeah. no other information but but it just being confirmed is down the works right now guys so so we don't know if this, the original trio sisters are coming back I, we don't know the story or anything of like that so it's i just, had heard it, rumors uh that they but, had that the three had been signed to do when the official rumors came out mm. this past summer that they were going to do hocus pocus too because there was talk about that it was going to be available for this halloween mm-hmm. um but there is a uh, strong unofficial official uh rumors that the, the original trio which of course features uh um bet midler and uh sarah jessica parker and i can never remember the third one she was always a great bit actress and i just can't for the life of me can't think of her name uh mm. but will be returning to reprise the roles uh Speaking of old movies coming back, Cheaper by the Dozen will be getting a reboot. Of course, we've seen that movie a couple of times. Most uh, recently, I believe there was one with, oh, what's his name? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Did it have Hillary Duff in it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's the one with the, that's the, actually, that was featuring C. Martin. Yeah. Was it Steve C. Martin? Martin? I was thinking Martin, it was, man? I thought it was the guy from The Rookie. Uh, but it's also it's also old school uh, Smallville Spider a uh, Smallville uh, Superman actor. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Steve Martin, two thousand three. Yeah, man. I just um, the, um, Tom Welling. There you go, Tom Welling. Yes, that's right. He was. Uh, yeah, oldest... featured Steve Martin, Bonnie Hunt, Piper 
uh, Parabo, uh, Tom yes, Welling, Hillary Duff, uh, just to name a few of the key actors. Um, yeah, I forgot about Piper Parabo. She was in a, loved her. Mm-hmm. She was oh, I was always a big fan of hers. Um, loved yeah. her in uh, um, Charmed. Loved her in Charmed. Well, I liked her in uh, Dad Gummit. I can't think of the movie. Yeah, Coyote Ugly. Wait, never mind. That's different. Piper Parabo. I'm thinking of a. Uh... That's different, Piper. There was a character uh, named Piper, wasn't it? That that was the one I'm thinking about. No, Piper Piper. I'm thinking of. Uh, she was in a USA uh, a USA TV show called. Um, yeah. She was she was an agent. Yeah, yes. I love that one. Yes, that was a good show. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it was was a typical a little USA show. Like CIA um, something. Yeah. So that's getting a reboot. Uh, Disenchanted, Enchanted sequels featuring Amy Adams. Of course, it was kind of the uh, really pushed Amy Adams to the forefront. I know that um, she really kind of got her first foray into uh mainstream um well i would imagine i mean she did us she did this the um straight to dvd sequel of uh, cruel intentions right. um and oh, God, right. uh, oh. and it was sad as she was the best part of that movie oh gosh um, that's right and there were some lines in that movie i'm sure she, she <laughs> could have back uh but nonetheless amy adams will return uh in the role of giselle Yep. um so i you know I, i've seen i think i've seen enchanted once it's cute it's fun dude it, i enjoy i enjoy it It also featured um i don't know if they're gonna bring back um what's the name uh the uh he was uh was it dr mcconk or something like that whatever it is uh dr mcdreamy uh, Mc, yeah dr it? mcdreamy what's the name dude he oh, was a uh, dang it Oh man, dude, I keep on forgetting his name. You know, you know, someone should research these uh these things that we should bring out. It's freaking me. But yeah, let me see. I'm I'm gonna try to find I'm that. busting up IMDB. Um Amy Adams, uh, Patrick Dempsey. Patrick um, Dempsey, there you who go. Who I was always uh, James Marsden is in this as well. The guy That's who right. played uh Cyclops. Played freaking Cyclops, man. Uh Adina, Adina Menzel was also in it, of course, the voice of uh That's right, she was. of um Queen Elsa. Susan mm-hmm. Sarandon, Julie Andrews, uh, just to name a few. The and only one, the only one casted right now for uh, for the the Enchanted sequel is only Amy Adams. I'm hoping that they get at least maybe some of those actors back. I'm hoping James Marsden comes back, dude. He was freaking amazing. Um, Patrick Dempsey, I, I'm sorry, but the the best movie I ever saw him in was Can't Buy Me Love from 1987. So, mm. uh, but I digress. Um, <laughs> getting to the animation side, uh, the series. Uh, a series featuring the the lovable inflatable robot from Big Hero Six franchise, Baymax, getting his own Disney Plus uh, show being released in 2022. By the way, for those who don't know, Big Hero Six is actually a Marvel property yeah. and is not based in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, though. Um, and uh, I love it. If you've never seen yeah. Big Hero Six, it's by far one of the best animated f- movies I've seen in a long time um and i've heard nothing but good things about the comic book as well so dude it was yeah like uh i will say it i think the uh the animated movie was made from sony i'm pretty sure yeah sony did the animated movie and i loved it man it was very it felt no the, if the, you the, watched i mean big hero was six it? that was yeah, that was, was, was disney that was disney oh yeah it's a disney movie it's actually really? i think if i'm not mistaken actually big hero six might actually even be pixar one second, one second, one second. No, it's definitely Disney, um, because the the animated series, um, is yeah, is, is on Disney right now. But it's Di- it's Disney animation. It's it was uh, made, it was produced by. That's right, Disney animation. That's yeah, right. Disney animation. It was not Pixar. Right. 
Um, but for the most of the the um, the voice actors who did the original cast, Mm -hmm. um, actually came back to do the the series on on uh, the Disney Channel. Disney X, I think. Yeah, Disney X. Um, but great, great Mm -hmm. movie. Highly recommend it. Um, yeah. yeah, The reason why I said that is because the uh, the Marvel the Marvel comic is actually much more, not adult oriented, but it's very much teen oriented. It's so it's, it's a bit different from, uh, from, the, from the anime. Yeah. It's, it's much, it's a little bit different. So they definitely, they def, they definitely Disneyfied uh, Baymax. So, which is a good turn to have because, you know, it's a big, big inflatable, you know, yeah. robot. So cool. It's going to release in 2022 guys, like you said, and that is something to look for. Hey, <laughs> Hey Kevin, Yo. do you like foxes? You like foxes? I do, and I know where you're going with this. Uh, How about bunnies? Do you like bunnies as well? I do. <laughs> so uh, uh, Zootopia Plus has been announced. Yes, they just oh my, they're, Disney just like just really just one after the other, punching you after like one hit after the other. Man, Zootopia is getting its own animated, its own uh, not animated series. Uh, actually, yeah, it might it might actually be. It says every episode yeah, will focus series. on a different on different characters. Yeah. Uh, yep. Zootopia Plus coming in sometime in 2022. It will take place after the events of the movie, which is another yep. great, great movie. Highly yep. recommend it. It's set, to expand, um, it's set to expand the world of Zootopia, so you're not just going to be featuring only one character. I'm hoping, uh, I forgot what's the uh, the name of the uh, the 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 police cop cat that was on the front desk. Remember him? Oh, the, the, the that was the cheetah. Yeah, the che- was it Cheetah? I thought he was like a Jaguar or something like that. Maybe, maybe it is a Jaguar, but... <laughs> Some of it. I'm hoping we had an episode of him. Because that guy, I love that guy. And wasn't yeah. that... Wasn't that... Jo- wasn't that um, Josh Gad? Yeah, that's right. It was Josh Gad. That's what right. Was- that's absolutely right, dude. It should be Josh uh, Gad. The ori- yeah, the original, uh, uh, the original voice actors for uh, Zootopia, Jennifer Goodwin, Jason Bateman... Idris Alba, Jenny mm-hmm. Slate, uh, Nate Torrance, Bonnie Hunt, uh, Don Lake, Akira. Tommy, Tom Shakira, Ch- Tommy Chung, J.K. Simmons, Octavia Spencer, Alan Tudyk, Shakira. Um, I'm looking to see who played um, the uh, the who played the, the, the yeah the, the character. I'm um, almost it sounded like Josh Gad, and I'm just wait, not wait. seeing. Yeah. his name on imdb yeah but uh nonetheless uh again another movie that i highly recommend if you've never seen it before i highly recommend mm-hmm. watching um uh zootopia it's a fun mm-hmm. fun movie got a great message and uh it's available now i believe on disney plus not showing sure. it today but um moving right along it's just kind of we'll go rapid fire here also set to premiere in 2022 is Tiana. Takes place after the events of The Princess and the Frog yep. from 2009. Uh, of course, we do know that Disney announced at D23. I'm sure they did not announce D23. They announced earlier this year that they are going to be redoing uh, Splash Mountain and mm. is retheming it to The Princess and the Frog, which has been long rumored uh, to yep. get a refresh. Of course, currently it is based loosely on the uh, the song of the south movie which is a controversial movie from i believe like the 60s or the 70s um very kind of racist overtones uh people aren't mm-hmm. real fan of it so yeah goodbye brer rabbit and hello singing frogs um, but nate nate torrance is the actor we were thinking of who played the obese cheetah 
Oh, okay. Well, it's, it looked, sounded like Josh Gad. It did. Um, it did. Yeah. Uh, another one of the uh, the most successful uh, Disney movies in recent memory, Moana. No other yep. information is it, uh, but it is going to be premiering in uh, Disney Plus sometime soon. Um, it's been long rumored that Moana might get a sequel, but they they just never gotten the the the, the uh, franchise off the ground. But taking it to Disney, Disney Plus, yeah, might be a little bit better avenue for it until yeah. Um, which is which is a good thing to do because I'm pretty sure like one just having try, just trying to have you know Dwayne Johnson's number just to have him in it's like like when when you half of your budget is gonna be go to to Dwayne Johnson it's definitely a thing but I'm pretty sure they'll get back I'm pretty sure they'll get back I ah, Cravello I, I don't want to say her first name because I'm, I'm just gonna put your first name but uh but yeah we're gonna get that we're they're probably gonna you know they're probably gonna cast again bring her back who's the original voice actress for Moana so good. Um, she was so freaking she was actually it's one of the few times for those of you who don't know a long-standing tradition um for um for disney movies was you had a voice actor and you had a singing actress uh uh ali ali cavallo yeah uh, cavallo. Uh, yes, amazing <laughs> amazing yeah. young actress um and very much uh, almost kind of inspired uh, the look of Moana as well. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful young lady, amazing yeah. voice, amazing uh, uh, singing. Uh, I, I do hope they bring her back. Yeah, um, they no, more adaptation comic books coming to Disney Plus, um, based on the popular African comic book that is heavy into science fiction. Iwaju, uh, Disney's collaborating yeah. with Pan American Entertainment Company Kugali, Kugali. to yeah. produce this one. Actually, don't Looks know good. too much about this yet. If it's Looks going to be good. Disney Plus or if it's going to be a full-length an- uh, feature, but this is an animated movie, correct? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, it, it looks it looks good, dude. Like the from from what I'm saying, it's like that. It looks like someone. It it looks like similar to um what you we see in uh, in Black Panther, but like if it's just multiple cities, so that type of futuristic sci-fi in in the west like in west africa or or north or north africa but then it's just you know just like these bahamut towers towering over you know you know stretches of civilization where it's just stretched out it looks freaking cool dude I, that's definitely on my radar dude but that, that looks pretty good guys and and i will say the last uh, one of the last bits for uh, for the segment on just things coming to disney plus they're finally or disney plus as well as just disney feature films the last thing that we're gonna say for this one is that Disney is now feature is not going to have a 60th feature length film set in Colombia, in Canto, which the story revolves around a, a magical family in their around their magical house, and it's held by the same team that did Zootopia. So, it's it's uh, it's already uh, looking to be on a great track. <clears throat> it's looking into a great track, and the music the music will be will be featured both in English and Spanish. It's written by Lin Manuel Miranda. For those who don't know that, he did he did Hamilton, and yes, you he had a question. also wrote the music for Moana. Mm. Um, so he is credited for that and uh, deservedly so. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Lin Manuel Miranda uh, also was was an act was one of the lead characters in uh, Mary Poppins Returns, and uh, yeah, so nice. he's he's an amazing, versatile actor. Uh, mm-hmm. multi, I, believe, I believe he's won multiple Tony Awards. Yeah, uh, but uh, he's believe. very acclaimed. So, with that said, six pages of notes. We're now at the bottom of page three. And we're finally ready to get to the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all this before was fluff. <laughs> all this was fluff. Let's get 
all right let's 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 turn on some zeppelin let's get some mountain dew and some funyuns let's turn on the black lights and get uh and get those uh get your uh, go down to your mom's basement because it's about to get star wars in this uh, up in this business do you, do you not hear the desperation in this man's voice right now? Bro. He really wants to talk about this guy. He Bro. Really What's up, man? If Kathleen Kennedy was on everybody's shit list after <laughs> uh, after the, the 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 Last Jedi and the the uh, uh, the was it what, what's the last movie called? The Revenge of Skywalker? No, what the hell? Was it <laughs> the uh, uh, something of something. The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> People Damn. were ready to burn her at the stake. This is a woman when they announced Kathleen Kennedy as the new president of of Lucasfilms when they purchased it away from George Lucas. They're like, it's in great hands. Kathleen has been the right hand woman to both George Lucas and Steven Spielberg for the better part of 40 years. You see any major motion picture that was directed by George Lucas, directed by uh, or Steven Spielberg, or produced by Amblin or produced by Lucasfilm, guess whose name was down as a producer? Kathleen Kennedy. She's been right there. She knows how to tell stories. She knows how to make big featured films based in these genres. However, um, the I don't know what went wrong with The Rise of Skywalker. Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. has been proven to tell great stories with mm-hmm. Knives Out, yep. but we don't know what caused the 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 the, the what caused the problem with with last jedi and then jj just couldn't re-steer the ship in mm-hmm. in rise of skywalker we'll get to all that in just a couple of weeks about yes, the, the rise and fall of the sequel trilogy but yes, all is right for now for now in the world of kathleen kennedy because bam right out of the gate she hits us with the rangers of the new republic a spin-off series based in the Mandalorian timeline. Uh, as JR puts in the notes, the possible rumored spin-off series for Gina Carano's character, Cara Dune. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have not seen uh, Mandalorian season two, we find out in the re- most recent episode that Cara Dune is a new ranger in the yep. new, in, in the in the new republic uh yep. kind of she's the she's a sheriff she's the mar- in the she's the marshal yeah. she's a marshal in the new the new sheriff regime of mm-hmm. the uh, the new republic um this could very well be that spin-off series a lot of people are saying that um a show that's coming up that we'll mention here in just a couple of minutes was the show ripped from uh Gina Carano I don't think that's the case I think that this the show that we're that's coming up was always gonna happen yeah um now mind you i put a little little pin in there it's based Mm. in the same timeline as the mandalorian that's important Mm. because there's more to come um we don't know much about this i think it's going to tell the stories of these new marshals that are spread out on these different planets and and systems uh, in the New Republic, of course, this is all taking place after the fall of the Empire, the death of the Emperor of Emperor Palpatine. For the most pa- uh, most part, the Empire has been pushed away; it's been disintegrated. Yep. But I think, much like Hydra, cut off one head, two shall take its place. We are finding that the Empire is not gone, and that uh, the New Republic could be in trouble. So. 
Um, we do know that, like I said, uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Mandalorian season three and beyond are all going to be kind of tied together. Right. Uh, and that no, same Marvel DNA, Marvel type of uh, understanding where they're going to have intersecting storylines, guys. And this style, you do proper storytelling. It's have one expansive freaking universe and just have everybody just play in. But go ahead, my guy. Um, it also should be noted, full foreshadowing, will center around a squadron of X-Wing pilots as well. Cannot wait to get some dog fighting going. We saw that earlier in Mandalorian Season 2. We saw it hinted at in Season 1 of The Mandalorian that uh, a certain squadron of pilots are still out there mm-hmm. foreshadowing um another show that we have long been talked about jr has been waiting for this one we talked about this in our rogue one episode go back and listen to it in the archives on youtube yep. and on uh on Anchor.fm. Yeah. this is and i'll let you talk a little bit more about it this is andor based yes, on cashin uh, andor it's a spy Cassian. it's a spy thriller starring yes, diego luna jr you so, gotta be a little geeked for this one yeah, you're, a, you know, you're an andor fan i was in the sense of like just okay cool you know he was that you know that messy dirty not really looked upon as your main character type of um type of um star but now he has now it's it's it feels like it's definitely the character that most people envision to be a main character in the sense of like all right cool it's not it's not your, you know, blonde hair, good looks, and just, you know, dashing, dashing good looks type of thing. No, it's the guy who's doing his job specifically for a a a, a budding rebellion. And so this is gonna take place during the very, very early years of the Republic. I know during the early years of the rebellion, where we try to figure out, you know, how are they formed? What would they, what did they do? You know how you know how does um how does a spy work in a new Repu- in a to go against the empire? How does a spy work in the new rebellion factions? And so this is gonna feature, of course, like like uh, my my buddy here, my buddy here, Kevin said, Diego Luna's coming back, also returning, Alan Tudyk, oh, and Genevieve O'Reilly as as K as K two S O and as and Mon and Mon Mothma respectively. So that's great to hear. That's good to see. I'm pretty sure they might also include more people. And more people from the from the hopefully the uh, the movie. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see Jen Erso there, specifically when you know we don't really know where she is at that time frame too. But it's set to release in 2022, and I think if initial filming will start soon. I think it's actually no. They just they've already have gone into production. For those of you who don't know, uh, if you go over to Disney's YouTube channel, uh, you can actually see an exclusive clip behind the scenes. They actually just started filming Andor. Um, and they are dealing, of course, you'll see some of the photos because um, you'll see some kind of bullet points that will go like, oh, they must have just started filming because people were in masks. You can tell it's in the COVID era, Uh, but no, they have began filming Andor and it looks, what they did show, which was very minimal, uh, it looks fantastic. Very Rogue Squad, sorry, very Rogue One-esque, very dark, uh, gritty, very uh, dingy, Uh, a a cinematography very much like rogue one was i mean yeah there were parts where rogue one was very shiny and 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 whatnot but this is a spy thriller this is down and dirty cashin is is working in the underground of the rebellion um and uh, i I expect i i expect it to look like what i think of like the french revolution was per se or like uh not the french revolution but like you know the uh when we think of our our particular like you know french spies now right with the with the big with the big uh freaking um like uh like the big cloaks and everything right and specifically uh the the during world war ii that's what i meant yeah. right during world war ii 
uh, you think of French spy, you see like you know the the berets and and the dark berets and the huge long and the those long flowing cloaks and like you know um, no not cloaks but the long flowing um uh what do you call it what kind of jackets are those the 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 long the long jackets. Oh called? my gosh, I cannot think of I, I'm I'm blanking yeah. like you are. Same, dude. I, I might be just because it's too late for us. We're we're filming right now, guys, around nine o'clock. So we're it's kind of end of day for us. But yeah, like that's what I picture when you dusters? were doing when we're doing it. No. Not dusters. Yeah, I guess you could say dusters. Let's say dusters. <clears throat> but yeah, trench coat, trench coat, trench coat, trench coat, trench coat. Okay, there you go. So that's why so that's why I envision a spy to be, and I'm hoping this movie will somewhat look like that because yo, being a spy doesn't is never gonna be you know nice and you know no. and talking with no nah, dude being a spy is dirty work. Spy. Heck yeah, I want to. I let me get this one, dude. Let me get the next one. All this right, one as well. acolyte. So they, they can... just re- Star Wars acolyte, and for those who don't know specifically, I didn't know either. That uh, this is a definitely a new uh, a new I can't say genre or anything like that, but more so a new take on. It's set 200 years before Phantom Menace, and it's set in the High Republic era. For those who don't know the High Republic era, this is actually a new a newly formed uh, formed I guess set piece in the Star Wars franchise just this year. Like they just they just made um some uh some announcements for the High Republic era, and for <laughs> this is amazing to me specifically because that means that the Old Republic, right? That was you know full on EA old school games like from Bioware, right? The old Republic yep. when you had like you know old school Jedi's, old school Sith Lords, right? That's now canon to me. Yeah, I'm loving. Oh, uh, this this I have to imagine that. We, we, by the way, going back real quick to uh, the the Rangers of the New Republic and forthcoming shows that we're going to talk about are being overseen not by Kathleen Kennedy, but by John Favreau. Yeah. Um, and no word yet if Andor, actually, I think Andor is being overseen by um, a group of people. Some of them, I think, are from the writing team of Rogue One. Um, but it's a, it's a new team. No word yet if Acolyte and the fourth co- some of these other kind of shows that are coming up are going to be overseen by John Favreau. But I'm noticing this that when again when Disney purchased uh, Lucasfilm uh, some years ago, one of the first things they said in um, when they made made the decision they were going to go into production of the uh, of the sequel trilogy. People were like, "Oh, cool! Like we're gonna get some of the um, the 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 novels um, adapted the, uh, because yeah. because the only stories that we had that came out after the Return of the Jedi were what's called as the extended universe. The 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 Zon was it the Zon books? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah um, uh, those were the only ones that we had. Of course, talk about the the the, 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 the twins." Luke uh, mm-hmm. Han and Leia's twin, uh, twin, twin children, twin kids. Twin uh, they, kids. They had three kids total. Yeah, yeah. twins but, uh, and another child. Those were decanonized to make way for the sequel trilogy. Of course, looking back, uh, George <laughs> Lucas has come out and said, ah, "You guys should have done the freaking Zon yeah. books." Um, but they're starting to adopt certain aspects of other. Uh, uh, books. So they're trying, they're cherry picking some of the extended universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have seen some of it already appear in the um, the Mandalorian this year. Not going to say what, because yep. someone hasn't watched it yet. We do know that 
Dave Filoni has adopted some aspects of the extended universe in years past prior to the acquisition of Lucasfilm when Lucasfilm mm-hmm. was independently making Clone Wars and Rogue and Rebels um, that they were adopting extended universe material for uh, uh, those that, that era. So yep. um, I, I like this. I like that they're starting to go back. Yeah. Are, they're never gonna. They're never gonna retcon um, what has happened in the in the no. sequel trilogies, which is fine. I hate retconning. Yeah. It's so dumb. I, well, unless, here, here, unless we're involving time travel, and then it's okay. Yeah. Um, well, here, here here's the thing I would take at this point, which is particularly especially with uh, specifically with Acolyte, right? <clears throat> or actually, even um, I will hold my points to the current run of of sequel trilogies. When we get to there, because one, I will say they're they're basically doing they're basically doing um, a good portions of of the extended universe or the extended universe of Star Wars without actually name like you have the twins there already, but now they're they're using the they're like they're using the outline, but they're not using the, the material. Yeah, like they have the twins out there already, and their names are their names are 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 Ray, are uh, Ray and, and and Kylo and Ben. Yeah. That, yeah, Ray, they're Ray and Kylo. Uh, but now that you have them have some type and of and they like, still screwed that up, they still fumbled yeah. it on the one yard line. They they did, and and they they also, oh, we'll get to that when we get to, we'll get to that goal. We'll get that when we get, we'll get to that. We're just we're, we're very close, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Next yeah. week is Return of the Jedi. Then we're gonna get yeah. into Force Awakens Which and so way? on and so forth. And then after Force Awakens, basically, you'll just hear me rant for the next two episodes again. We're gonna have to but put yeah, JR's but- <laughs> mic on mute. Yeah, basically. But anyway, what I love about it, specifically about Acolyte, yeah, 200 years after, before Phantom Mentis, before Phantom Mentis, and it's saying that, you know, that once they say a high republic, meaning that it's, you know, based off the old republic, and that it's it's going to be described as a mystery thriller filled with secrets, intrigue, and emerges with dark side factions and powers. So that's freaking cool to me, because it's never always about, you know, it's sure the, the main theory is going to be, you know, good versus good versus light or good versus dark. Are good versus evil, light versus dark, and then how those two emerging factions meet. What people don't freaking realize and to know is specifically in Star Wars is is much more fleshed out than that. Specifically in the extended universe, you had you had you had a uh, you had Sith and Jedi working together back during the the High Republic as well as um, well not the but you had them working out together during the Old Republic. Like that was a thing, that was definitely a thing. And so the extremes on the side, like let's say Darth Sidious, it's definitely the extreme and the, the extremes in like, you know, Ben Kenobi, those are extremes. But then you had, you still had people in Jedi uh, that on the light side and, and Sith on the dark side that kind of work together because they knew that. And I love that because that means we'll get the Old Republic back. That means that Dark Revan uh, from Knights of the Old Republic is canon now. And I freaking love that. Those are great characters that, that honestly, that Disney should look upon and say, all right, cool. Yeah, maybe we can use those characters. Maybe we can definitely use some of these characters, even though they're from old 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 you know old centuries ago uh you know set in the set in the star wars universe that's like you you're finally doing the things that fans are saying for you to do you have so much history now and so just acolyte already seeing off the bar hopefully everything be canonized but i digress let's move on move on now another show that has been long rumored um because it was basically back when everybody you get a movie you get a movie you (laughs) get a movie um when they made Rogue One and it was successful. Let's make another spinoff movie. Let's make Solo. We're going to give everybody a spinoff movie. Solo, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, uh, Obi-Wan um, and everybody's favorite, uh, everyone's favorite gambler, Lando Calrissian. Lando the was himself. the scoundrel himself. Lando <laughs> has been long rumored to get his own movie since 
uh, right after Rogue One, yep. but when Solo didn't quite reach the heights that it would that they were expecting, and of course yeah. the the fallback from um, from Last Jedi, Last Jedi, they had to kind of reel it back. You know what? A blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. they have done such a great job at adapting the Star Wars content to the small screen and telling better flushed out stories. Yeah. That you and we're seeing with the Mandalorian, uh, that it, it, this is working out. Uh, Disney Plus said that they will feature Lando Calrissian front and center. No word on final casting, but Danny Glover has been reported to want to return for the role. However, yeah. I'm also hearing that not mm-hmm. only is Danny Glo- is, is Danny Glover going to re- uh, wait, Danny Glover, that is is not the Donald, uh, Go- Donald Glover. Donald, Donald Glover. Yeah. Not only is Donald Glover set to return as the as the the galaxy's greatest scoundrel, but his older version also could be returning for flashback and flash forward roles that would of course be the the great the incomparable billy d williams also will mm-hmm. play the older lando Calrissian, not officially yet uh and of course no date on release this was kind of a a, a show that was kind of like even even i was like jr asked me like what about lando did that get announced i'm like i keep seeing it but it's like on the fake news side so i'm like i didn't yeah. know jr yeah. found it and then when i watched the actual investors meeting it was kind of a glossed over. Yeah. So they don't, yeah. they, they're like, they're sticking their tent pulling. We're going to do this. We just don't know much about it. Yeah. What we do Which, know about. Yes, sir. Bro. Come on now. Come on now. The man, on the now. myth, the legend, Ewan McGregor is returning as Deserve. the great Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ben Kenobi, the, the hermit himself. We will find out why he became the hermit because the events set after Revenge of the Sith, ten years to be exact, will be the the uh, the, the the setting for mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi, the new Disney Plus show featuring Ewan McGregor and that's right, everyone's most hated Dar- <laughs> Sith Lord Hayden Christensen, mm. um, Mannequin Skywalker himself. I'm my <laughs> shitty acting is ruining saga. Uh, Going to little clerks too. Hold on back. No, I'm just kidding. Hayden Christensen. Who is still beloved, actually, as the the the, the Dar- as Darth Vader, as Anakin Skywalker, um, he's kind of leaned into the criticism. Um, yeah. Is returning as the Darth Sith Lord, Darth Vader himself, yeah. um, in a story that's set again ten years after the adventure for Revenge of the Sith, yeah. and it talks about the fall of the uh, the Jedi <laughs> and the rise of the uh, the Darth Sith Lord. Um, yeah, a crazy little not that segue, but like crazy little. Let me just put this in right. What crazy time we live in, right? Where to have back one Ian McGregor, great, but to but once to announce Hayden Christensen to come back to fanfare. What kind of world are we living in, Star Wars wise? Where we're opening, we're we're uh, where from from what I'm seeing and from what I'm you know, from what I'm hearing, people are you know open arms getting Hayden Christensen back. Oh yeah, we got we got we got you know we got Anakin back, we got you know Darth Vader I, back. Like that's crazy to do that, like because. The, the the prequel trilogy is like oh dude he's freaking yeah mannequin skywalker yeah and going back when we did the, and again go back to the archives and check out our prequel trilogy which was just a few weeks ago mm-hmm. um there is talent there with hayden there christensen Definitely. there's great stories to be, to have been told in the prequel trilogies um it just i think i think george lucas was too close to it it yeah. should have been directed by somebody else yeah who we don't know there was mm-hmm. no Ir- there was no Irwin Kirsch- Irwin Kirshner's 
uh, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, J.J. Yeah. Abrams was of not wasn't available. Um, he wasn't even yeah. making Alias yet. Um, <laughs> I, I, but yeah, I also feel that it they they got they got stuck in this little loop, not loop, but like they got stuck in this time where like it, it didn't feel like acting like acting normal acting like you are a jedi yeah. it felt like it felt like stage acting you know yeah. like a, like everywhere was stage. and so so his uh his 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 mannequin-esque like lines felt more much like his force and so I, I think it was still during that time where you know you gotta act or you gotta you know overact or in his case not really act at all and try to say your words like it's could you imagine too i mean the kid was what maybe did a couple of soap operas he did yeah. done shit and yeah. you're basically playing one of the most critical characters in the in a franchise uh, in a franchise uh, that's been around for for two decades. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? We'll see what happens. Uh, no yeah. word yet on when this goes into production, but I would imagine it's going to be soon. Okay. Um, speaking, let's well, oh, speaking of, let's just get right into it because this is killing Jr. Because he hasn't watched season uh, season two uh, of so the Mandalorian, but after one one appearance one episode in uh in, in this season's mandalorian rosario dawson oh, will make her live her. action will get her own live action series set in the mandalorian oh, timeline gosh. as ahsoka tano tano tano, tano. <laughs> the real last jedi yeah. um yeah. uh of course for those who know story back, backstory on this asako tano has um been living kind of in in kind of like like well like obi-wan as a hermit yep. kind of living mm-hmm. in the, uh, under the radar of the uh the old empire um and then when the empire fell she kind of re-showed her face to kind of help flush out the yeah. uh, kind of the satellite uh, uh uh camps of the empire and um I'm, she does I'm have not, i'm not gonna say anything about rebels i'm not gonna say anything about the animated series what she's back in and i'm freaking excited i know for. and i we were gonna i've never watched rebels or 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 clone or, or clone wars clone, clone want, wars yeah and i want to so desperately but based on what asako tano is doing right so now good. so good tano tano, tano sorry no, i will get it right it. Yeah. um you know she is you know where is she be, why wasn't she in the the fall of the empire where why why did she come out and help luke and, and leia obviously the characters didn't ex- the character didn't exist mm-hmm. yet dave filoni had created it mm-hmm. but um they're doing a great job when you have an opportunity to tell a story of why why weren't you there you created this great character and you set you when you do a prequel um after the fact um, yeah. Like like with with Re- like rebels and, and and Clone Wars is where the character makes her debut, and then she mm-hmm. all of a sudden disappears for thirty years. What the hell? Yeah, and they're I doing a great job. Why. And they're kind of well, they're also kind of doing a great <laughs> job at telling why in the Mandalorian, and I think they're going to do mm-hmm. a great job in yeah um, showing why. Yeah, in in this new show, so Ahsoka will be debut. Um, sometime in the next couple of years, again, Rosario Dawson will be back as the titular character. <gasps> Rumors are speculating. Rupers are speculating that the series will be about Ahsoka's quest to hunt down General Admiral Thrawn. Which, by oh, the way, yes! spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Oh, spoiler alert! Yes. Is referenced in the aforementioned episode that Ahsoka <laughs> debuts in oh, in the Mandalorian. Yes. It's a throwaway so- line. But Rebel and Clone War fans are losing their oh, shit. I'm so happy. Because there's a possibility 
that he could make his debut. Oh, like give me that freaking blue freaking evil bastard. Give me that blue evil bastard, man. There and is a possibility. Was, look, okay, so for those who don't know, again, this is the reason why I think this whole freaking this whole freaking uh like uh this whole investor day was just basically fan fiction. This is basically it's fan fiction to me because everything here is just nothing but like just like for the fan it's fan service. Thrawn is an extended universe character. He has like three books about. He has about about two or three books, right? Great and books too, from what I understand. Amazing, for, like he had, you had like his level of intrigue, his level of just like understanding of him being a full on, a full on admiral and just you know, having this grand or general admiral having his grand fleet and being the head of that of like really fighting off against the rebels, right? Was like we need that. He's, he's a very, very captivating villain. In the series and now finally they give some nods to him in in the animated series as well as give him a freaking comic book that same freaking year i'm hyped dude that it's such great great freaking news man so yes rosario dawson as ahsoka i would never have thought of in in a million years but i see it now and yes and also yes. should be noted that john favreau will be overseeing this oh, one he will yes. be uh, heavily involved he is the kevin feige of give. this universe just give everything to him if, if if what's your name wants to look good just let him have everything That's now it, it should be noted that it was it wasn't officially said but um there is rumors going around that ryan johnson's um star wars trilogy has been um shit canned yes. um but there is talk that something that was loosely mentioned was that uh, Taika Waititi will get a shot a full a full length feature film based in it. the Star Wars universe? Can't we don't it. know what it's going to be about. We don't know when Dude, it's going to happen. We don't know anything about Taika. it. But Taika is going to have a it's shot. Taika, yeah, where yeah. he's going to have a shot at uh, at uh, Star Wars if he's not too busy in Marvel, and mm. that moves us to. The next bit of news, <laughs> Dude, I, I, hold on to your butts, because here comes Feige Co. Wait, 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 let, me, let me just interject. I love it. I tell you, like, for those who aren't seeing our YouTube, our YouTube video, which uh, we should plug right now, YouTube, you know, you, you kept this channel, right? We'll plug it in, in the, we'll plug it in the, in the description, everything, guys. Yeah, it's well, in the description, yeah. Every time that Kevin, you know, just transitions to from from another thing, you hear the click click part. I'm like, I love it. I love it. Yeah, so much. I just put up the Marvel the Marvel Studios logo, <laughs> uh, yep. much like you guys saw on our Instagram post when we broke the news that we were going to be diverging away from um, Return of the Jedi Marvel again. Comics. Just want to let mm -hmm. just want to let you guys know again, Return of the Jedi will be uh, um, oh, our next week's episode. Also, Empire Strikes Back is available now to watch yep. on uh, uh, our Empire episode is available now on YouTube and of course all podcast platforms. It was a late uh, add to our platform and I'm uh, hoping this will get out uh, as soon as possible. So, all right, here we all go. Right, uh, I got to stretch yeah, here for a moment. Out. And as yep. Deadpool himself would say, ah, maximum effort. <laughs> Let's hit him right out of the gates. Why don't <sighs> we, JR? We yeah, have been talking about what is going to be the tent pole. What what are we, what are we striving to? Yeah. For the last ten years, yes. Marvel has led to one thing: Thanos. It led to an Avengers movie. We saw, uh, um, we saw Ultron, and then we saw the Infinity Saga come to a head with Infinity War, arguably one of the greatest cinematic achievements 
in, in, in history of movie and film. Um, a great story, great acting, great effects, great studio, great time. Sad. It was our Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we come and we get our retribution with mm-hmm. Marvel's Endgame. Endgame. So what are going to be our tentpole next time what's the next thing what are we striving towards is Mm -hmm. it going to be civil war ii is it going to be house of m is it going to be avx is it going to be dare i say secret wars still a Mm. possibility but there was something that was thrown out there after the conclusion of both captain marvel and spider-man far from home was Mm. could we get secret invasion well, guess what, folks? Your answer is yes. But it's not a full-length feature film. Yep. It is going to be a Disney Plus miniseries event. Yep. It will feature, as JR said, Samuel L. Mother Jackson. Got to bleep myself <laughs> out. I got to save it for the good one. Uh, yep. We'll return as the former head of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Nick Fury, and of course, it also starred Ben Mendelsohn, who um, Mendelssohn, uh, who is the scroll Talos, who you saw, yep. of course, in the aforementioned Spider-Man: Far From Home, and mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, fantastic as Talos. Um, yep. They will both return. Will we see Sword? Or will we Possibly. see Shield? What mm-hmm. will we see? And it, we, we saw a swerve in Captain Marvel, and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. We saw that the Kree was the villain yeah and that the the and that the scrolls were the anti-hero but the, the the hero the victims, but yeah. the victims um yeah. but in the investor meeting kevin feige <clears throat> mentions that secret invasion is based on scroll a uh, uh, scroll operatives mm-hmm. infiltrating the marvel universe and earth and taking the form of people um on earth so yep. maybe just maybe as there were people in in the Cree uh um race that are good people mm-hmm. there's bad people in the scroll race so like it's it. still very much hinted at that the secret invasion is the scroll race invading yeah. earth and taking the the shape of uh some of our heroes and yep. some of other earth's uh beings that of yeah. course is going to be coming to Disney Plus. No date on that yet, but yeah. oh my god, was I uh, geeking over that? Yeah. I feel too, though, from um, from just the feel of like how um, how not home, but far from home was, as well as uh, just the overall feel of Captain Marvel. I f- I do feel like this is going to be one of the more lighthearted type of miniseries, even though they'll have definitely some like heavy, heavy, uh, heavy, heavy standing situation that might that might tilt how the MC will go. I do feel because, you know, it has Ben Mendelsohn's character, Talos, as well as, you know, Samuel L. Jackson being Samuel L. Jackson. I do feel like it might be one of those, 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 le- those brevity type of miniseries where it's going to be kind of maybe more lighthearted. That's why I feel like that's how I felt like the characters have portrayed themselves, specifically in the last couple of years. Um, Samuel L. Jackson being Samuel L. Jackson, like I said before, and the scrolls being much this like uh, these, uh, these operatives now, right? These, these funny, you know, kind of not zany operatives, but like they're very much filled with with the uh, with levity or no brevity in the sense of like they're just you know they're 
not having a good time, but like there were definitely a lot of the, the comedic the comedic points to most to both those films were on the scroll side. So I feel like it's gonna be something like that, something similar to that. I'm hoping that we will have some type of crazy, you know, uh, realization that yeah, you know, scroll invasions is gonna happen because the things that happen in the comic books, guys, the scroll invasion in the the secret invasion comics was crazy, dude, crazy Gosh. intrigue. The Secret Invasion was an eight-part miniseries in Marvel Comics back in 2008. Um, The story arc in which the shape-shifting race of aliens, the Skrulls, have invaded Earth and are impersonating key figures in the Marvel Universe. Um, America. I think think, uh, Susan Storm. Now, Susan, um, Susan um, ooh, ooh, foreshadowing. Um, it should be noted that the conclusion of Secret Invasion saw Norman Osborn given complete control of the national security by the president and will go on to form Hammer. Now, of course, we've already seen Hammer, so to speak, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We saw it at the we saw it in, in Iron Man two with Justin Hammer uh, creating his company, his 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 uh, comp his. Uh, competition company to stark industries we also saw hammer tech make its day uh make its uh, appearance also in daredevil seasons one and season two it was the weapons that dare that that uh that that matt murdoch was trying to get off the streets uh it was hammer tech and i believe it may have also appeared in luke cage and it may have been appeared in uh, the Punisher as well. You're so right. You're right. Hammer, it wasn't Luke Cage. Yeah, I think Hammer Tech is very much out there as kind of the uh, the underground um, weapons trade for the bad guys yeah. uh, in uh, in the Marvel universe. So, um, hey, little... hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Yes, sir. A question: Who was the main antagonist to 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 Hammer specifically in in the feature film? Um, would be Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark, my dude. Well, Tony Stark, <laughs> Tony Stark has got uh, a lot of play in this announcement, uh-huh. including the next uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. We all expected it. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know when. We mm-hmm. didn't know when. Where was it going to be a full-length feature film? Had we seen her already? Was mm-hmm. there were there Easter eggs somewhere in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, now we know some of the answers to the questions. Dominique Thorne mm. is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who? An actress to play Riri Williams, mm. a.k.a. Ironheart, uh, will be coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe sometime in the next couple of years. I but, cannot wait. But wait, Kevin. What does what does Riri Williams have to do with Tony Stark though? Riri Williams not only in the comic books went to MIT, the same school that Tony Stark went to, but she in her dorm room as like a fourteen year old created her own suit of armor, so, uh, similar if not more advanced than the Mach One of Iron Man. Of the she cr- yep. she created a, a the one of the most advanced pieces of Iron Man tech. Um, ever seen in the marvel universe and and and, and kind of give you a, a real kind of reader's digest version of, of ironheart um riri sees her father murdered in front of her in front of her at a picnic in the park in front of her and her best friend um I'll so, her, yes what's that i'll i'll punish her yes yeah um the so now her mom, single mother, raising this 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 genius 
of a child. And so we see mo like most genius children, she rebels a little bit. Her mom's going like, okay, her father died, blah, blah, blah. And so she finds out, no, this kid is a genius. She needs to be at these special schools. And the mom's like, well, how am I supposed to afford this? I'm a single parent. Oh, don't worry about it. So <laughs> we want this kid. Um, long story short, she ends up at MIT, finds out she's too smart to be at MIT. She uh, creates the, the, the Ironheart suit. Um, MIT wants it because it's their property. Um, Tony Stark says, fuck you. She's working for me. Um, there's your, your F-bomb. Um, she's going to work for Stark Industries. Long story short, um, she's the new quote unquote Iron Man in the Marvel yeah. Universe because yeah. after Civil War II, Tony is put into a comatose, coma, comatose mm -hmm. um, after his battle with Captain Marvel. Now, Spoilers. he does, spoiler alert, he does come back in a physical form, but for the most part of the better part of about two or three years, Tony Stark's consciousness was was put into an AI, much like Friday, much like Jarvis, um, and, and whatnot. Um, and so Riri's AI in Ironheart is Tony Stark, and uh, that's what she to this day she still has Tony Stark's AI as her um, her onboard computer for the Ironheart suit. Uh, Riri has gone on to join the likes of the Champions. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's a fantastic story. So follow the, uh, the bouncing ball on this, uh, little, yeah, uh, Marvel. Actually, actually to kind of, to, uh, to kind of actually expand on that for specific, specifically for Riri too, <clears throat> during, uh, during that time frame too, there was actually two iron, iron people people at the time because uh during the comic book kind of uh the comic book term after civil war ii oh no after yeah civil war ii um uh, i i just literally lost the name the, the great dr doom spoiler alert became became also another iron man at that time he was a he was seen as a, he at the time made a good pivotal shift into the good oh, character it was, side it was he was um yeah, infamous, the infamous iron man infamous iron man he was infamous right? iron man decent little run it, it was good it, 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 it should have done better it should it could have yes. been better it could have been better I think but it, like, was just... it was overshadowed because you had a decent run of invincible iron man um and then you had um a side story where mm. tony is sidelined basically sidelined a little bit and he yeah. comes to find out that um uh, well, my gosh, well, I can't think of his name. Howard and Maria Stark were not his biological parents. That's right. Yeah. Um, is, we come to find out that um, actually his biological parents, one was a shield operative, one was a Hydra operative. Um, mm -hmm. And that was part of the, it was a mini series in between Infamous Iron Man and Invincible Iron Man. Yeah. Oh god, I'm gonna try to look it up, but um. <laughs> but anyways, go back on that. Uh, during because of the the um the vacuum left by a a a the vacuum left by a comatose Tony Stark, we had to have uh in the Marvel world, we had to have you know some levels of Tony Stark or Iron people back, and of course the the role or the the role of Iron Iron Man or Iron Person came was was definitely given to Riri Williams, who of course, for those who don't know, Riri Williams is African American. Great, awesome pickup, Dominique Thorne. <clears throat> now we're gonna have similar in that similar context in, in today's term where we have we're now in the MCU world without Tony Stark. 
International okay. Ironman. That's what I was thinking of. That's right, International Ironman. That, that was the story. 20, 2017. 2016. And that was the one that told the story of 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 Tony's uh, accurate yeah. or storyline, his 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 yeah. real parentage. So yeah. But yeah, going back to um where because now since this MC since this MCU uh, since now in the MCU we are left without Tony Stark and possibly this the uh, possibly his technology is now in the hands of nefarious people per se one uh, but you know also in the hands of good people one is possibly going to be Riri Williams which she will be taking on the role of Ironheart but because since there are since Tony's technology is out there now per se without him technically trying to protect his IP and his and him protecting everything because he's Iron Man. A lot of his technology is now falls in the hands of nefarious people. What happens now? Armor Wars. Armor ah, Wars is this was <laughs> this is a good Armor Wars is uh, is uh, is actually an original story that took place in the comic books. I forgot exactly when. I want to say it was like in the eighties or something. Like yeah, that. I'm trying to, I, I was so trying to look too. it up. Uh, it takes place in the. It, it basically happens when it's the story that tells like what happens when Tony when Tony Stark's armors or his technology falls into the villain's hands. So without Tony Stark now. Don Cheadle returns back as Rhodey War Machine to try to to try to take that all that stuff back as well as you know basically go to war and try to stop all these villains and and ne'er do wells doing things that ne'er do wells do. <clears throat> so that is going to be mini series coming up soon too. So one we have Don Cheadle back, so that's freaking awesome. I love him as War Machine. Yes, uh, Armor Wars actually. I apologize was uh, was actually 2015, but I could have sworn there wow. was a version. That no, was, from, was. Like the, was from like the eighties or the uh, there, or the, yeah, or the there, early nineties, but uh, we'll have to do was. a little bit more. Um, yeah. Actually, I think that was Armor Wars two. There was an Armor Wars one. I think that was yeah. Okay, Iron Man and the Armor Wars. See, they're still showing that as in two thousand ten. There's an I know there's an old Armor Wars. We'll have to do some more research, but it is a great storyline. <laughs> um, and and like Jr. mentioned, mm-hmm. it's. Um, it's based on what would happen if Tony's technology fell into the wrong hands. And uh, yeah, I think that you're going to see Ironheart and armor wars kind of. Uh, and that's great. That's great to have because um, this also, this now again, right now, this is going to be pure speculation for my part, but I'm hoping that if armor wars does happen and we can't get, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to pay for the image of Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> to become an AI and help out a, a fledgling Riri Williams become basically Ironheart. I'm pretty sure there's a good possibility that Don Cheadle is going to fill that role because one, it's awesome to have you know one that is already an established character, a War Machine that's already in a suit, be uh, be attributed as becoming the possible the possible like um, mentor to a to a young to a young uh, to a young Riri Williams. And it's also good to have you know two awesome you know african-american characters and again i don't want to make this a political debate or anything but it's just good to have on screen to have 80, you know 87 1987 armor wars breaking new. uh yeah here you go iron man number 225 part one of armor war story arc begins and uh right. with 225 ends with 231 yep. um and uh it is like i'll use for example um this and i'm going to kind of fill in some notes because we're got like so we're got to the comic book version of um of this uh series um is i'm gonna kind of fill in some notes iron man 225 right now uh the the part one of iron of armor wars is going for seven dollars now uh it should be noted I, I, as i'm pulling I, this up bring a marie bring a marie 
Come on, do it. I have this book. What, Armor Wars? Yeah, I have 225. I have Iron Man 225. I oh, also man, have first appearance. I also have first appearance of Ironheart, which is um Iron Man, uh Iron Man. Num- I think I guess... it's Invincible Iron Man number seven. I think it's like in tens, I think. Let me see here. Invincible Iron Man. Let's go make a little. Also, should be noted that um, Secret Invasion number one, uh, new uh, uh, up high uh, high grade number one, is going for ten dollars right now, um, which is not bad uh, considering that a lot of modern books have high print runs, especially when Marvel does a quote um, um, a, a, an event storyline. But mm-hmm. I, I still think that that that's going to go higher um invincible iron man where'd you go uh invincible iron man number i think it's volume three no it's volume two so if you're following along on um on uh on uh, uh clz comics mm-hmm. invincible iron man volume two issue number nine mm-hmm. is the first cameo of riri williams Right now, that book is going for anywhere between fifty and hundred dollars high grade. Um, first print, or second print, second print, first print, second print is going for thirty to fifty dollars. Yeah. Now, for those of you who are keeping track at home, the first print is the white Invincible Iron Man logo. The second print is the um, the uh, blue Invincible yeah. Iron Man logo. This is from October of two thousand sixteen. Um, yeah. The and there's a couple covers too. Because oh, I think the, I apologize. The second print. Go ahead. Issue number nine is the first yeah. appearance of Invincible yeah. of Riri. Seven issue number seven is the first cameo. Yeah. That yeah. book is going for anywhere from about um, fifty to seventy-five dollars. The second print is going for about twenty mm. to thirty dollars right now. So mm. check those long boxes, bro, um, and see what <laughs> have, you got. I, I got. Nine. I have them both. I got nine. Yeah. Actually, I have, I have nine. Which I have seven and nine, and I have both yeah. second prints. Um, yeah, uh, going going back on uh, going back, uh, sewing back to the point. It's just uh, that <clears throat> we're gonna have. Uh, it's good to have basically two very prominent. You know, I can't say prominent, but like two because we we have yet to see a lot of a lot of Dominique yet. But a very prominent actor in <clears throat> where was I actually? Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? A very prominent actor in Don Cheadle to you know kind of just help, just kind of be the mentor, fill that mentor role that. Of course, we lost an RDJ and his as his uh, as his Tony Stark. So that's good to have a mentor role for uh, for possibly Dominic for Hariri coming in. Yeah. So we might have that. We might have that in in in, uh, in 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 Armor Wars as well as Ironheart. We have there's no specified details yet, guys. But then I'm pretty sure that's, it's going to feature. It. It's going to happen. So. Now I just rattle off three properties fe- prominently featuring <sighs> African American actors and actresses. Samuel L. Jackson as the incomparable Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Riri Williams, the new blood, Dominique Thorne coming in to play this new character. Don Cheadle, been around for decades. The dude's a phenomenal actor, multi time award winner. Not in your notes, JR. It was oh. glossed over. People forgot about it. There is a man who pitched an idea the day after he won a freaking academy award he went to kevin feige and said feige we need more vampires in the marvel cinematic universe that's right they put 
a pin in it and said, Mahash, what was it? Uh, Mahashali. Mahashali. Uh, Mahash- we'll yeah. think about it. They t- debuted it at Hall H 2019 and said, we're going to think about it. We're going to do this, but we just don't know when. And it was announced. It's no thought, no more. They are making Blade with Mahershala yeah. Ali as the titular yeah. character. So cannot wait. No date set in stone yet, but they have said we're making the freaking movie. There's no thinking about it. There's no planning. There is, we're making it. It went from an idea from a guy who got up after a night of celebrating an Academy Award victory, went over across town to Marvel and went to Kevin Feige and said, listen, I understand that Wesley Snipes is the ultimate badass and he made Blade his own. I can make it just as good, if not better. Give me a shot. And he got yeah. he got his wish. So Mahershala Ali is coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Blade the Vampire Hunter. Finally. Cannot freaking wait. I've <sighs> only seen bits and pieces of the original Blade. Really? Uh, but we go from a vampire hunter to oh. something a little bit lighthearted. <laughs> Why don't we talk about one of the greatest stigmas in nerd culture is slapping a name called holiday special on something we saw how it worked for for star wars now they're getting it for guardians of the galaxy uh, mind you uh, james, james gunn, gunn pitched this idea three years ago to kevin feige and feige says you're an idiot i'm not doing a holiday special so he bugged him and 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 said finally feige said shut up you can do it but you have to shoot movies two movies back to back yeah, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the holiday special is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Um, and it will be oh, shooting back to back with, I'm sorry, 2022. Mm-hmm. It's shooting back to back with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which will come out in 2023. Um, so it's written and directed by Kit James Gunn. Um, and it is inspired by Star Wars holidays, the holiday special. So we don't know. Is it going to be group life day or rocket life day? We don't know yet. So. I don't even know yet, man. That's just, that's just that's a cool little tidbit. Uh, freaking James Gunn, man. I love the guy, man. I love his, his, uh He's definitely the, the breath of fresh air that Marvel needed at a good time, too. And the guy's busy. He's got to shoot these things, two back to back. He's yeah. got uh, um, freaking he's got Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad that's going to be dropping on HBO Max sometime yeah. next next year. He's he, then he's doing... helping out with Thor. he's helping out with Thor as well. Yes, that's right because he has his characters are going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder, yeah. and then of course Thor uh, characters from Thor: Love and Thunder are going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and he's producing Peacemaker for Hollywood for HBO Max featuring John Cena. The man uh, is busy, and y'all and y'all canceled him like three years. Y'all people canceled him like three years ago, expecting like, oh, he should never work Hollywood more. Bro, and here he is, know, like five freaking things back to back because he's actually a really good is, fucking person. Who is more going to be more busy? Is it a Dwayne Johnson, which we all know mm. he's always busy. Is it going to be B James Gunn or is it going to be C Taika Waititi and D all of the above? Um, yeah. Speaking of more James <laughs> wait, Gunn, okay. wait, great. All three of them in a movie together. <laughs> Who's directing? <laughs> Well, Dwayne Johnson hasn't done a doesn't done a directorial hasn't made his directorial debut he, yet. He, he's he'll be producing it, but then you know all three of them in the movie together. Yeah. But who's you know both of them are going to put themselves in the movie. Yeah. Uh, speaking of James Gunn, the hardest working man in show business, he mm-hmm. will be producing "I Am Groot," a series of um, animated 
shorts for Disney Plus, um, much like we saw with actually Rocket and Groot, uh, which was based so loosely on the, um, which people forget about, was based loosely on the Scotty Young comic series that was from 2015, 2016. Great run, by the way. Oh, yeah. um, and um, but nonetheless, yeah, baby, uh, baby Groot uh, will center around baby Groot between Guardians of the Galaxy one and two said to feature many new and unusual characters. It will be produced by uh, James Gunn, but will be written and animated uh, by uh, others. Uh, and again, it's set to come out on Disney plus very, very soon. As yeah. if the quantum realm could not have been more unexplainable after the events of <sighs> Avengers Endgame and Ant-Man and the Wasp. We get Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Sounds like something Vince McMahon produced in the 80s. Oh, or um, yeah, just like some B-movie type of title, man, which I freaking love. I love it. I Paul, love it. Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, and Michelle Pfeiffer will be uh, returning for each of their roles as Ant-Man wasp the original ant-man and the original wasp mm-hmm. will be anchored by john Ma- jonathan majors who will be playing the new bad guy king the conqueror mm-hmm. in yeah. this movie Ooh, let's see let's just for shits and giggles let's look and see what the first appearance of <laughs> king the conqueror is going for on key collector yeah, um, as, he, as he searches that guys um i'm kind of hoping that catherine newton comes back too man catherine newton uh, played uh the older cassie lang the the daughter of paul rudd's character um uh, well, yeah, Catherine that, Newton is new. Yeah, she was. She's the new actress, but Cassie, yeah. the adult Cassie Lang, is making her return uh, from yeah. Endgame. Yeah, and hmm, let's see. We've mentioned Ironheart. We have another character we got to talk about here that's kind of youngish. We've mm-hmm. got Cassie Lang, who, by the way, I believe played. Uh, isn't was she play Stinger or uh, I can't remember. She plays a comic book character. Isn't she in a, some kind of team? Hmm. And a also, young team. I know. And also, wasn't there? Wasn't they? Didn't they just announce, or didn't we just see rumors and, and bits and pieces of that that um, that Haley Steinfeld was also, you know, in a in an upcoming a Disney plus? project? Yeah. Hmm. It's all these young actors, young actresses. It's like there's young... a young group that hmm. uh, of uh, of. Of America, of the worlds of Earth, I've dropped my freaking pen. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it feels like yeah, it feels like there's a bunch of young actresses and actors that are just you know looking like they're being they're gonna hold on to the reins and just go <laughs> into it everything. So, but yeah. By the way, uh, King the Conqueror's first appearance was in Fantastic Four number nineteen. Uh, came out Love in nineteen sixty three. Of course, it stan- features the writing of Stan Lee and artist work of king jack kirby right now high grade goes for one uh goes for fourteen hundred dollars mid grade 365 a low grade for 90 bucks um also it should be noted the first appearance of um was his first appearance of pharaoh rom tut rama tut later revealed to be the time traveler king and the conqueror Mm -hmm. also for the first time uh this is stanley first uses the phrase enough said in the special (laughs) announcement section so kind of a little uh a little thing um the first full appearance of Nathaniel Richards as King the Conqueror, previously Rama Tut, and later uh, Immortus, uh, was in Avengers number eight. That book going for high grade twenty seven hundred dollars, um, and of course they're saying that is the version of King the Conqueror that they're going with is um, is the character of of um, 
But wait, Kevin. Daniel Richards. But so, wait, Kevin. Put a pin in wait, 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 wait. Just before that, though, I know we're going to segue to something just real quick, though. But it, Kane the Conqueror, why is he in Ant Man the Wasp when he's a Fantastic Four character, a Fantastic Four villain character? Hmm. Well, we do know we'll that. Put a, Ant- we'll, we'll put a pin in that real quick, though. Ant Man and the team are set to face off against Kane the Conqueror, a time traveling villain that majors will play. Of course, Catherine Newton comes back, will we'll join the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Cassie, Cassie Lang. People know Hopefully. Catherine Newton. Hopefully. Catherine Newton will play. Uh, I'm sorry, you know her from um, movies such as Detective Pikachu, um, yeah. most most recently, and uh, and others. She wasn't supernatural she's a, as well. She's a phenomenal mm-hmm. young actress. She's hilarious. Yep. She has yep. great comedic timing, and I think she's going to work great next to people like Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly. This yeah. is set for a release of uh, in spring of 2023. We mentioned before that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will get a uh, release date in 2023 as well. Uh, that will go into production alongside Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Um, real quick, kind of a, a real quick recap, and we'll kind of hit some bullet points, but also released in this investor um, meeting, so to speak, uh, we got uh, more information about Loki. Uh, mm-hmm. We also got more information about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. One division mm-hmm. and what if, and we'll get to that in just a second. But also, we got more information about Miss Marvel and Hawkeye. Now, we do know that officially Haley Seinfeld has been recognized as Kate Bishop, the uh, heir apparent to the first event, or sorry, the, the original Avenger Hawkeye. Yep. Um, and uh, she will be trained by Clint Barton, hey. aka uh, um, her dad. Well, <laughs> No, what's uh? Oh my gosh, I can't think of Clint Barton's name, the actor. Uh, yeah, um, uh, I do. How freaking dare you? Exactly. Uh, again, um, picture him. Yeah, yeah. No, Anyways, Haley Steinfeld will will make her debut in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the worst kept secret in the Marvel Universe, that she will play Kate Bishop, and again, that uh, is in production now. There were uh, pictures that made it on its way on the internet. Um, we also get some looks into it we also get uh, some our first clips of miss marvel um on um, jeremy, renner. jeremy renner jeremy renner okay so jeremy renner and Haley sample we saw in new york filming uh parts of hawkeye and of course mm-hmm. this is going to be based uh, a lot on um the series that came out in just a few years ago um to the point even where they were using um the dog they're using the well <laughs> the same yeah dog but they're using the logo the the mm-hmm. official logo for the um it is the uh oh my the intro logo for the thing it kelly thompson's run in hawkeye so yeah uh hey those books uh those books are gonna be um they sell pretty well they sell pretty well yeah. and of course yeah. if you want your first appearance of kate bishop i believe that's young avengers number one I think so uh, if i'm not correctly, mistaken yeah but, yeah, guys. Also, just to just to add to that point, Lo- Lo- the trailers for Loki, Young Falcon, One Division, What Ifs, and and uh, and not Hawkeye, but those uh, but those the, are out the, yet. The sneak peeks of there was the sneak peek into Miss Marvel. There's an exclusive clip of yep. Loki, Bucky, and the Winter Soldier get an official trailer. WandaVision yep. and gets their last trailer before the release. We do fish, we get January fifteenth is the release date for WandaVision. We officially find out when we are getting. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We are getting that in the second week in March. Loki, mm-hmm. I would imagine, is going to be sometime after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, it is coming out in 2021, and we also know that What If will come out in the summer of 2021, 
And yeah. every single Marvel Cinematic Universe film, all 20 films, we were, we were told, will get a what-if spinoff in Dude. animated form. It looks so beautiful. Really freaking good, man. Yeah. Now, can we talk about the what-if teaser? There's Which a lot one, that goes on in this teaser that we see. Mm. First and foremost, we get is Jeffrey Wright is Uatu the Watcher. You know, yep. Jeffrey Wright, he has been, he was in um, uh, uh, James Bond. He was in uh, Casino Royale. He is the, the American CIA agent to um, to James Bond in, in, in a, yeah, from England. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember, I can never remember what the, he works for. Uh, anyways, not important. Um, Jeffrey Wright is the voice of Uatu. So we get to see the Watcher make yep. his debut in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um we find out that obviously the aforementioned that Peggy Carter is the one yep. who gets the secret secret soldier serum. But we also yep. get a teaser that the Mach One Iron Man suit makes its debut Steve during Rogers. World War Two, yeah. and Steve Rogers, Rogers is, is the it? pilot yeah. of yeah. the Mach One suit. We do see um, Howard Stark. Um, we also see we, there was a there was a clip in the original What If trailer coming out mm. a couple years ago that we saw what looked like an African-American Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. And some people thought because of the, the goatee that maybe it was just a tanned Tony Stark and the lighting or something like that. But no, we find out that, um, that uh, what's his name? Uh, T'Challa? No, 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 no. The guy that, that that's, that's from the, the, the guy with the Mohawk that, uh, Oh, oh, Yondu. Yondu. Yondu, yeah. We find out when Yondu comes down before, went to Iowa to pick up, instead of picking up uh, um, um, Peter Quill, Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. he instead goes to the African country of Wakanda and picks up a young prince named T'Challa. That's mm-hmm. right. One of the last Marvel appearances of the late, great Chadwick Boseman will be him doing the voice of the adult T'Challa as Star-Lord in the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, uh, version of What If. Mm. Um, a lot of it, fans yeah. are just glowing over this. Um, it's going to be an interesting take. I, I will say it's going to be an interesting take because like, it's, are we going to be, is it going to be T'Challa as Star-Lord or is it going to be, or is it um, Tragic Boson trying to imitate Star-Lord? No, it's, it, it is, it is, is if T'Challa is picked up in Wakanda instead mm-hmm. of Peter Quill in, in America and is taken on the adventures with Yondu. Um, so it's like, is it Yondu picked up someone completely different? Um, yeah. We also get the, of course, the, the they're going to do a spinoff. Um, probably, I think it's going to be the Winter Soldier storyline mm-hmm. is we're going to get um, Marvel Zombies. That's right, we are. And I got to say, there's a moment, and we'll have to freeze frame it, but there's a moment where we see kind of Dr. Strange doing his little hand thing and we see the eye of Agamotto that we, yeah. that we, that we know is an infinity stone, mm-hmm. but behind him, there's a logo on the chest of the person in possession of the eye of Agamotto. And it looks very similar to that of the dragon tattoo of the man known as iron fist. It looks mm. very much like the Iron Fist logo. And Jerry, I'm going to have to send you the clip. No one's addressing it. I caught it. It happens just like that. You really have to pay attention to it. Mm. But there is a battle sequence in 
this trailer that shows two versions of Doctor Strange right. going at one another. Um, and one is throwing like fire from his hands, whereas the other Doctor Strange is blocking it with those like gold shield things. So very mm-hmm. interesting. A lot of things going to happen in this trailer. Um, we do get to see an animated version of Tony Stark sitting in the donut from mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man 2. We yep. see an animated version of Thor, um, like in Thor 1, jumping into that that shield base to steal the hammer back. Um there was yeah there there oh, it was it, so it, harken, it harkens to a lot of old clips per se um from the original first phase of the marvel, from marvel. Uh, i cannot wait this is actually a, yeah it, it's all the things gonna coming be, out what if really is, what yeah, is what is what i gonna be, it's gonna be it's, uh, particularly it's gonna be really good and i like that uh i like how they are going to see the what if, because the what ifs in the comics have been a long have been a long mainstay until probably like the recent i think the 90, early 90s or so and so the what ifs has always been very much a you know very much a an intrigue to fans of saying yeah okay what, what happens if what happens if you know if, if we didn't have if we didn't have captain america what if he was someone else and so just to have that on there just have it was very much a nod from Kevin Feige to like our to the old school head, the old head fans of like of Marvel Comics, and I love that. But I, um, and I what I do love though is that the possibility is to kind of to kind of segue back. Uh, what I do love in that the what ifs is that possibilities of other of other futures and other realities. I will harken back to this. What do you think about the Loki trailer? The Loki trailer intrigued me because we see the events of Endgame. Mm-hmm. Loki gets the Tesseract, he disappears. Yep. Next thing we know, he appears in a desert scene uh, which seems to be mongolia from mm-hmm. like possibly centuries different. ago possibly i'm thinking i'm thinking it's mongolia but at the same time it, it feels like it's it feels like mongolia from the from from our from our world but that it also feel like it's not in a yeah, sense. like so, it, it feels more it feels more like 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 uh like civilization has evolved yeah, to, to a certain point. So it, it looked really interesting. Like it does, and we see the first appearance of Owen Wilson's character. We don't oh, know much about, yes. and it's a part of the Travel Variance Association (TVA), mm-hmm. yeah. um, which is a organization that I guess kind of oversees uh, time travel and, and mm-hmm. different events uh, in. The Marvel Universe. Uh, this does mm-hmm. exist. This does exist. We'll probably cover it more as we get closer through. Um, like I said, when we get WandaVision, I think once we finish <laughs> the Star, once we finish the Star Wars series, um, yeah. we might take a break and join in into WandaVision, or maybe we might address the Mandalorian and, and whatnot. But mm-hmm. we definitely want to get into these Marvel sh- series because mm-hmm. we're going to get them. I think we're going to get them back to back to back. We're going to get. Yeah. We're going to get WandaVision in January. We're going to get, it's already been announced. We're going to get uh, Falcon, the winter soldier in March. Most mm-hmm. likely we're going to get Loki in sometime spring of this year. Yep. And definitely, like I said, we are going to get what if uh, mm-hmm. in the summertime. And then you got to think we're also going to get, um, we're going to get Miss Marvel in production. We're going to get Hawkeye yep. in prediction yep. in production. We're also going to get She-Hulk. She-Hulk has not yet started, yep. um, but we did get also not in your news. Uh, your notes, but we throw this out there real quick. She-Hulk um, is is casted their titular character, yeah. And uh, but the, that's that wasn't the big news from that. We nope. find out that not only is the Hulk himself, Mark Ruffalo's version of Bruce Banner, going to make an appearance in She-Hulk, yep. but we also know 
that Timothy Tim uh, yeah Tim Roth is back in the Marvel Universe as the yeah. Abomination, going yeah. back to the old school Incredible Hulk featuring Edward Norton. Yeah. So they will. They, it shows right there. They are yeah. still canonizing the Incredible yeah. Hulk. So didn't, didn't I also hear there was a there's a specific rumor that um that um Betsy Ross was also coming back too. And there's that. also yeah I gotta imagine that. And yeah. who knows? Remember going back to the what if? Yeah. They've said that each movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all twenty movies, which includes the Spider Man movies, and one would have to imagine it's also going to include the Incredible Hulk. Um. So. Just, I can't wait for all these things. Miss Marvel also uh, has begun production. We saw a, a kind of a scissor reel, so to speak, like a, a behind the scenes look at the production of Miss yeah. Marvel. It was announced that Captain Marvel 2 was also yep. going to be coming out. It will feature Brie Larson returning <laughs> yep. as a- uh, Captain Marvel. It also said it also said that we will get the adult version of Monica Rambeau that we've seen oh, now yes. appearing in WandaVision because it's going to be taking place in modern time. Five years. And... Five years. We are also going to see Kamala Khan meet her Ms. idol. Marvel. We are going to see Miss mm-hmm. Marvel in Captain Marvel two. Finally, dude, this now, is going to definitely. <laughs> there, there was a lot. There was a lot of a uh, um, um, uh, right leading fans of the of the Marvel universe. Not they did not want. Uh, they did not want Brie Larson back as, as Captain Marvel. Uh, well, let's Captain see Marvel. what happens. Maybe a different. Yeah. Uh, we're getting again. We're getting a new writer. We're getting a new director. Um. Speaking of, I, uh, I mean, I, there's there was still so much there was still so much talk about having of wanting uh, Gina Carano become Captain Marvel, and don't get me wrong, that'd be awesome to see. But at the Gina same Carano? time, like, that's what I heard. Gina Carano, that might there's uh, there's some talk saying, that, oh, Gina, well, here's the thing, like Captain Marvel in the comics isn't a small person, isn't isn't as petite as Brie Larson is, and she, no. she's it, it very much because people were looking at in the sense of like Gina Carano, right? One. You know, like there's gonna be even if Gina Carano does it does have her own series in the sense of like you know uh, and in her own Star Wars series where she becomes like a marshal but at the same time is a jet fight as a is becoming a jet fighter as well like that oh, is gonna have more that's what I'm saying that's we gonna, forgot, that's we, gonna we forgot something what wait wait before oh. you say that before you, before you say that on the official point uh, uh right, when sorry. um when that's just gonna have more people say that when you know you have Gina Carano looking like a jet fighter jet fighter pilot captain marvel's jet you know captain yeah. marvel's jet fighter pilot so why not so that was that was one of the reasonings and conspiracies that people thought to say that oh you know that's the reason why brie larson's out of the game now there's been so there's been there because we've also had talks of like oh you know well brie larson's out with and and, and that freaking uh what's her name the um horrible person herself that johnny johnny depp's ex there you go i'll just say that heard. yeah no, I'm, not, uh, I'm just gonna say Johnny Depp's ex, <laughs> and then that how she was in the running to possibly play Captain Marvel too now because of rumors and all that stuff and speculation. But then, yeah, I did yeah, hear that. Yeah, neither here or there, whatever. What's your what's your point? Um, uh, actually, I'll get to it. We'll, we'll throw it at the, at the end. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, I I will note also the um when it comes to um um God damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> and how you feel? No, I'm just trying to I'm trying to get something for our, our next segment here. Um, when it comes to She-Hulk, Kevin Feige did mention that, hey, Marvel fans, don't forget um, that um, you know uh, Jennifer Walters is the lawyer for a lot of superheroes, so maybe there's going to be cameos. So they hinted at there's going to be some major cameos in that. But what he didn't hint at is 
whether or not Jennifer Walters is going to be re representing a certain web slinger in his third upcoming movie. However, what he did say that was kind of glossed over and no one really is talking about is when they mentioned Wanda and uh, the WandaVision, they, Kevin Feige specifically said that the events of WandaVision, which deals with a bit of the multiverse, will affect the movie Doctor Strange and the mm. multiverse, multiverse of Madness. Madness and it is yep. official. It is official, my friend. Sam Raimi, the guy oh, who yes. brought us the original Spider-Man, will be directing Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness, the horror, uh, one of the one of the great kind of slapstick horror mm -hmm. directors of our time, kind of really doesn't know how to do kind of a crazy thriller. Of course, he brought us yep. uh, um, the uh, the Evil, Evil Dead. Dead series and whatnot. He is, and in fact, he said it is going to be very much a horror thriller kind of movie. So, okay. cannot wait for that. But Feige said that WandaVision will affect Doctor Strange too. Yeah. Which will affect the third Spider-Man movie. Which everything else specifically and, and said it affects the third standalone Spider-Man movie, which leads to we're gonna jump wait, to the yeah. front. And we have said before, guys, too, that we've I know we've hinted before and rumor that yeah, that uh that Sam Raimi is gonna take part in becoming the director, but then this is official confirmation that this he is, is now the director. Kevin yes. Feige said it, it he is the director, he has taken over. For uh, uh, um, not Peyton Reed, I can't think of the guy's name that that did uh, Doctor Strange one, which by the way, one yeah. of the most underrated uh, MCU movies. I absolutely love Doctor Strange; it was so mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. um, of course, this leads to some of the the rumors that we heard this past week that Alfred Molina will be reprising his role as Doctor Otto Octavius in Spider Man Three. It's also reports mm -hmm. that Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Kirsten Dunst, and Emma uh, Emma um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone will be returning as their characters in Spider-Man 3. And why not, since Spider-Man needs a lawyer, why not go to the devil of Hell's Kitchen himself? Charlie Cox is rumored to be coming back to play Matt Murdock, a.k.a. the Daredevil, in Spider-Man 3. And our good friend, Boss Logic, has had a freaking field day doing yes, artwork yes. all week long. <laughs> uh, just to kind of uh, to recap some of the other stuff, um from this past week uh from the from the marvel uh kind of announcements um we did uh, uh filming has wrapped on shang chi and the legend of the ten rings that movie is mm -hmm. scheduled for uh, to be released sometime in the fall uh we are also still on board to get black widow sometime in the spring yep. and we're expected this the aforementioned spider-man 3 movie to go into production sometime in the next couple of months However, another big rumor has finally been confirmed by Kevin Feige, and that is Academy Award winner Christian Bale has right. been officially cast to be in Thor Love and Thunder as Gore yeah. the God Butcher, which is a oh, huge character from Jason Aaron's run oh. of Thor back in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. um, his book is on the sky rise, uh, and uh, so go back and check that out. Uh, yeah. But nonetheless, huge huge news uh from this yeah. past week so we've got blade we've got uh, uh uh guardians of the galaxy and a holiday special we've got captain marvel 2 we've got ant-man and the wasp quantum mania of course that uh features a a new character in the form of king the conqueror mm -hmm. and um 
JR, you mentioned before mm -hmm. that King the Conqueror um, is a, it, we find out later in life mm -hmm. that King the Conqueror is actually Nathaniel Richards, mm -hmm. the son of mm. who? Wait, wait, wait. Before you segue into this real quick, you had me at the first time, the first half. <laughs> because I'm thinking like, ah, I think I'm, I'm thinking that did, 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 did Kevin just kind of keep, kind of just go over, gloss over this thing? Wait, wait, no. Oh, here we go. We go into it. Who is Nathaniel Richards, do you might ask? He is the son uh -huh. of Reed Richards. Yes, sir. Yes. And it is sir. official. Fantastic Four is finally. Marvel Studios. Marvel freaking studios mm. is doing the first family the yep. fantastic four is coming home yep finally correctly let me let me let me let me just get let me just give you guys quick a, a quick rundown of fantastic four in the hands of other studios except for maybe one and the first that's one wasn't half bad it wasn't half bad. One, I love Jessica Alba. Two, it was an interesting storyline. Three, they had they they kind of did Doctor Doom kind of semi correctly until the until it until literally the, the end of it. Everything else though, hot freaking garbage. Steve, well, come on, Chris Evans is the Human Torch. You are something with Human Torch. I I was a lot of hard. <laughs> Let me just real quick. Everything else though, aside from Fantastic Four one, I'm talking about Fantastic Four two with Silver freaking Surfer. And then you screw that movie up because you have a freaking, you know, this huge floating gas cloud and call that call that Galactus. Okay. Now, and then you have and you have the horrendous, horrendous portrayal of amazing young actors in Fantastic Reboot with 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 uh, uh with Michael um, B. Jordan, Kate Mara. Kate Mara, Michael B. Jordan, and uh, I, I felt so bad for them when they do that. But that all is to the wayside now. Because they're coming home, they're they coming, coming home, home to the to the the first family is coming back home and doing and they're gonna be done right because Kevin Feige is gonna Kevin Feige he's gonna make that primo and select because yes we are finally getting the first family we are finally getting a proper look at who Reed Richards is who Susan's gonna be who's gonna be who's gonna be the young hothead I hope it is gonna be Chris Evan I really do hope. A young Chris Evan, a young Chris Evan again. A thing, a thing. Come on, we have to. I've been saying this for years. You have to have, you have to have Chris Evans come back as the Human Torch, or make some or some reference. Or make reference to it. Now it's been talked that they are definitely going to do a Secret Wars movie at some point. The Russos, the Russos, desperately want to do Secret Wars. And with the the opening of the multiverse, we are headed towards that direction. That yeah. and with King of the Conqueror being added, with now Uatu the Watcher being canon. Mm -hmm. Now Uatu is in the animated What Ifs, but yeah. he exists. Uatu yeah. in the comic book form can see all, can <laughs> see all. He is the all knowing, all seeing yeah. Watcher. So he even sees the What If universe. Well, not only that too, but James Gunn made note of the Watchers when yes, when the he, Watchers when right. he gave when he gave Stan Lee a, a when he gave Stan Lee a, a, a little cameo with Watchers, and so well, he has essentially said too. that he has come out and said that that wasn't a cameo with the Watchers, that Stan Lee 
is a watcher in human form. He has come out and said that. People have been saying for years that Stan Lee was Uatu in human form, uh, but we know now that is not the case, that it is Jeffrey Wright um, is now officially. So could we see a Secret Wars that at some point Chris Evans comes back as maybe Old Man Rogers and comes face-to-face with a different universe's version of chris evans human torch <laughs> that would be freaking hilarious oh that would be you amazing have clean cut you have clean cut ultra boy scout uh chris evans version of captain america meeting uh, frat boy chris evans with the whipped cream uh, bikini from teen movie freaking version of the human torch hey I mean, wait wait on. that that's not even the worst part of it or the best part of it. the best part of it too is that we keep on forgetting that because one we're it's probably gonna be in like five six years from now right guys yes. well in that time frame we're gonna get x-men and you know which specific X-Men I'm looking at or mis- or what specific mutant I'm looking at? I'm looking at freaking Deadpool. Who's going to make reference to that? Here, I'm a, oh, I'm going to love it so much. I'm going to love have, it, dude. They have so, gone into produ- pre-production for Deadpool 3. Is there? Um, it has been said mm-hmm. this much. That literally, literally the only character that will know that Wade Wilson is in the has been in two separate universes is Wade Deadpool. Wilson. Now, yeah. Deadpool was not a part of this investors uh, meeting, but it has been said that they are going to do a Deadpool three where he's going to sure. exist. So we don't know. There is also rumor that Deadpool could make an appearance in Spider-Man three. Oh, my God. Why the hell not? Oh, um, because uh, God knows one of the best written books in comic books in the last 10 years has been spider-man deadpool yeah um, it, 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 oh, it is man, it's gonna be so awesome. good um i might highly recommend by the way spider-man deadpool number six go back and read it because that is where uh deadpool actually acknowledges that the comic book version of deadpool knows mm-hmm he's in a movie in the real mm-hmm. world so yeah. um no just 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 think it just stick just think of the possibility of ryan reynolds being in a film with toby mcguire oh my Andrew god he's Garfield. gonna it's gonna be so <laughs> i just want to call back to all this crap dude oh it's like i said guys like we said like i said specifically it feels like fan fiction it feels it's it's like That's what this is this whole thing was fans was fan fiction it's ultimate freaking fan service, dude. And like, just the possibilities are just like, just popping off in my head. And so I feel like that we have to make maybe a little possibility of another episode, like a side episode, like we did with for Black Friday, of which books to freaking buy. Yeah, we're going to definitely do that. It's going to have to be. We have to do a lot of research for that too. But like, yo, the guys, like this week has, I'm pretty sure majority of people already have seen some news because one is internet and we, and we, and we, yeah. and we record on Sundays, but still though, the in-depth dive to all this stuff, you'll hear from us guys. Yeah. We will understand. definitely do a deep dive on the comic yeah. books. I've already started making notes on JR's <laughs> notes about, yeah. about uh, what to buy, you know, about uh-huh. our, so, um, and I have some of these books already and yeah. these are you guys these are going to be books other than getting stuff like the first appearance of fantastic four uh the first appearance of kang the conqueror those books are are not impossible but they're 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 going to be difficult to be obtained obtain if you're willing to spend the money yeah okay so like uh, just for a uh, just for a an example guys i just got this book back from cgc 
And I know, and I know, I know Kevin here is going to bust out his pull list, his, uh, his, his pull list flex as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't I have my, I don't have my, uh, my, <laughs> I don't have my CGC back. I'm not going to get back until 2021. <laughs> I know most dude, it's going to be worth it. But oh no, one, I can't wait, dude. One of my books, like one of my books that just came back, right. is going to be, he's probably going to be probably featured in the venom in the venom universe, which also is going to fe- feature possibly cross Tom over. Possibly even some of the other Spider-Man as well, because the come on now, once you bring them back, you got to bring them back, right? Yeah. So, so I got this freaking book back. Wait, let me take it out. Of there. Let me take out the wrapping. Venom. Oh, that is Venom the then the third print with Null. This is the print that you want. All right. So yeah. Venom three app is the first appearance of Null, the Venom God, the Venom City God. Who, whose current run right now is called uh, King in Black, who 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 is freaking amazing. If those for those who haven't even watched Heaven Red King in Black yet, knows nothing. There's no one to f with, basically. All right. Spoiler, yeah. spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. The one, the one, the reason, one reason why I wanted to talk about this yesterday, uh, last weekend, because of uh, because of King in Black. One, uh, Kevin, have you ever seen the picture of uh, of uh, the Sentry? You know who the Sentry is in Marvel? I've probably seen it and just not popping up. The suit, uh, basically Marvel uh, Superman, the Sentry, right? Oh he, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So there's a scene in a, and there's a scene or a picture you'll see where he's in space and he ripped and he tore apart Carnage. Shit. In half. In half. Just right, just in the very first issue, Null remember that, and he tore apart, he tore apart Sentry in half. Marvel Superman, Superman, or actually even probably even stronger than Superman, ripped him in half. You have no, scene. you have no clue how strong Null is to rip to rip apart basically Superman, or stronger than Superman. So it's, that was just one aspect, guys. So, yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make a rundown. We're, like we're gonna books do, to have, buy. Have to do a, either a bonus episode or a side no. episode of of the the books <sighs> to get based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe and and plan for these information. Uh, one of the things before we get to our, our flex pool and in this this show. Um, yep. I did. I did forget to put it on here. Um, Kathleen Kennedy did make another huge announcement for Star Wars fans out there. Right. He stole one of the. She. I'm sorry. She stole one of the biggest directors in the industry away from Warner Brothers, at least for one movie, and yeah, gave her. And that's the key word. Her, a huge, potentially huge movie to to film. Um, there's a video that you can see, uh, I believe, on uh, on Disney's uh, Facebook page uh, and uh, and whatnot. It is a, a clip, uh, a couple of minutes long, of uh, Kathleen Kennedy, roller. Yep. I'm not a Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, I apologize. Patty Jenkins. Uh, Patty Jenkins rollerblading mm-hmm. uh, through a military base uh, mm-hmm. to her car, where she changes and she's talking about so poetically about her father, a fighter pilot. Um, who inevitably lost his life in service to his country. And ever since then, she said her one goal as a director, as a storyteller to do is tell a story of the greatest, tell the great, tell the greatest fighter pilot, the greatest fighter, fighter, whatever, fighter fighting, whatever story, um, dog fighting story uh, of all time. And she's never been able to find the right story until she was given the opportunity by Lucasfilm, by Kathleen Kennedy to mm-hmm. do just what she's been wanting to do. And she's yeah. not going to tell a fighter pilot story with a bunch of F-16s 
She's mm-hmm. not going to tell it with a bunch of uh, uh, Mustangs from World War II. She's not going to tell about the, using the F-22 Raptor. She's not going to do what we think she's going to do on Earth. She is going to tell the greatest fighter pilot story of all time in a galaxy far, far away. We are getting a full, a full-length feature film directed by Academy Award-nominated director Patty Jenkins. We are getting Rogue Squadron. Yep. This movie, oh my gosh, because we've said we've okay. seen Rogue Squadron hinted at in so many different levels of the Star Wars uh, mythos. And I can't wait for it. You're going to give uh, this woman who is so desperate to tell to tell to tell a story. So we're going to see someone coming from a military background tell a military story, but set in a in a, in a galaxy far, far away. Tell us in the Star Wars uh, 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 canon. Oh, cannot wait! And I think this is. I it's really good. think the Rogue Squadron probably was the franchise that saved Kathleen Kennedy's ass from getting fired because getting getting Patty Jenkins away from Warner Brothers, at least for one movie is, is is magnificent. And if if Wonder Woman 84 ends up being the success that I have a feeling it's going to be. And yeah, though I wasn't a huge Wonder Woman number one fan, I liked it. Mm. It was good. It did not, was not the greatest comic book movie ever made. Like mm-hmm. everyone thinks it is, but it's good. Uh, if if Wonder Woman eighty four uh, outshines it, this is going to be sweet. Yeah. Oh, it also so, should oh, be done. Oh, great, yeah. great. I was gonna, no, we say first because actually, I'm gonna. It's gonna probably uh, for well, I'm gonna say it's gonna kind of wrap up this whole thing. And I also should mention too that Moon Knight uh, also is in pre production, and they mentioned that Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac will be strong. playing. Unfortunately, for those of you who are waiting for Ke- Keanu Reeves to play Mark Spector, um, it's not gonna happen. However, gonna be some. He's gonna be something. Gonna be he's some. met with Marvel. Could he be playing him? Just saying. People have rumored that he could play him, aka uh, Adam Warlock. Warlock. You know, the possibility. Because remember, Adam Warlock is teased at the end of Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, but yeah, Oscar Isaac will be making his Marvel Cinematic Universe debut as Mark Spector, yeah. aka you know, Moon Knight. Yeah. You know what I wouldn't mind though? For if to, to kind of like, even though it's not really on brand for Keanu, you know what I wouldn't mind? Just okay, just just uh, just kind of just uh, just uh, open your mind to this. What if instead of playing, you know, something like a character like him, or maybe a good established character in that sense, maybe just maybe you might have Keanu Reeves. This is for me. This is for me. Well, if he plays Metaphista, the devil, a villain. That's not where I thought you were going. I said, JR is teasing me to say he's going to go as a villain. Mephisto is a lot better than I thought where I thought you were going because I was thinking maybe, just maybe, that you were going to think Keanu Reeves could play the greatest Marvel villain of all time. Thinking Doctor Doom. But yeah. we do know this. Doctor Doom, not going to be the villain in Fantastic mm. Four. The reason why I say Mephisto, because I know, know we I have, love it. Because even though people are going like, oh, we need, you know, we might need like maybe Galactus, maybe this thing, maybe something huge. Yeah. But Mephisto, over a long expanding series of possibly long time, long time. And not have only him be that, the but, new Thanos. 
Exactly. And but not only that, even though I even though I got love for Keanu, man, I do have love for Keanu. I don't want him, you know, he he's he's pushing 50, pushing or in some other circles, he's probably pushing a thousand years old because you know he's immortal, but still <laughs> because he's such, so much older. Something. Go ahead, just say it, say it now, say it now, now. say it now. Okay, so what did we find out at the end of Spider-Man 2? No. What does Peter Parker do to go when when he when he we're gonna chase a rabbit real quick. Spoiler: If you've never read Civil War one, Tony Stark makes Peter oh. Parker. Oh. Tony Stark makes Peter Parker unveil himself as Spider Man on national TV, and 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 sign the um the uh, the superhero the yep. superhero act. act. Okay, yep. but in order to re-enter. Anonymous. I can never yeah, say anonymous. the damn word. <laughs> yeah. Be anonymous. Be anonymous. Become anonymous again. He sells his soul to Mephisto. <laughs> no, what's he? Do? He goes to Mephisto though. Yeah. He, he, so here's the thing. Okay. So anonymity happened when like I, something, some earth shattering thing happened where you know they were kind of everything, right? So his anonymity, his his anonymity comes back. No, his uh, his he sells his soul or he sells something. It wasn't his soul. What happened is that Ahmed was dying. It was again dance last story. Aunt May was dying, and that uh, he says, "Oh, just one more day." And Mephisto comes back, saying, "All right, what do you want for that one more day?" He goes, "I don't know. I just want one more day." The thing that he sold was his marriage to Mary Jane. That's, that's what it was. That's why. But because you brought that freaking up, right? Maybe, maybe. Okay, so this is just me going off the freaking off the. I, I could have sworn when the they when they retconned his anonymity. Mm -hmm that they it had something to do with Mephisto that he does something to time. So who knows? Maybe Mephisto does make his debut in Spider-Man three and it's count of fucking Reeves. <laughs> so, okay. So, so this is what I'm thinking. This one thinking, man, maybe it won't be in Spider-Man three, maybe something else, maybe some other type of multiverse thing. Right. But because you have, you have, you have ulti multiverse, right. That means you possibly have, you know, Mephisto come back. What if, in uh, what if in 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 Tom Holland Spider Man, his yearning to want back Iron Man, he's willing to sell something. That's oh, a good storyline. That's to have. a good storyline, man. So much can be told. There's so many great stories. People have been trashing Marvel, saying that they are they're they're grasping at straws, um, and, and that they're they're overextending themselves. People don't realize we have decades of stories that we have yet to be that have yet to been yeah, told. Exactly. Um, one of one of the great regrets I wish they would have been able to do, but I understand Disney didn't Disney didn't want to do it. Was Favreau wanted to do um, Demon in a Bottle so desperately, mm, which is yeah. a great storyline for for mm -hmm. Tony Stark. And I know we never got to yep. tell it, but the modern stories that we're getting to tell, Love and Thunder. Yep. Um, with with Jason Aaron being inspired for this entire storyline, it makes sense that he was the one that created Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. Um, that I mean, Christian Bale is going to portray. Of course, he wrote the the famous uh, Mighty Thor run that saw Jane Foster become the goddess of thunder. Um, I, I can't wait. The, the current run of Miss Marvel. We have the current run of Hawkeye. We have the current like basically all all of New Young Avengers. Which is I good. know we got Kelly Thompson's Hawkeye is going to be the inspiration mm -hmm. for that series. We yep. have. Secret Invasion, so many great storylines. Now they're even talking about that there possibly could be, not only are we going to lead towards Secret Wars, but we also could be leading towards 
Civil War Two. Yeah, and with, we haven't even talked about Shuri yet. We haven't talked about Wakanda oh, or anything having did, Black Panther. Yeah, yet. they did say that Black Panther Two is still in production. It yeah. will happen. It's going to happen in 2022, I believe, and it will, it not, will recast not recast T'Challa. And Good. what they're going to do with Black Panther Two is their words. They are going to explore the grand expanse of Wakanda. So mm. we're going to see a Wakandan story. So mm. uh, in this Good. in this Ryan Coogler uh, uh, story. So um, we'll end on that, guys. There's so I, much. Go ahead, yeah. Tresser. I was going to say too, actually, with this whole thing kind of wrapped up, which part of it, even though it's hard to choose, I know for me it's hard to choose too. Which part of it do you like the most? As I you was, check out your stuff. Um, the Fantastic Four, I never saw coming. I never saw that coming. Um, I was super shocked by that. Uh, Rogue Squadron um, was a very unique story, and how they debuted it was really unique. I do like all the stuff that they have coming to Disney. Um, I'm really intrigued with them still wanting to go after the Big Hero 6 franchise. Um and uh, it, it's going to be fun. It's it's a it's a lot of fan service with 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 Disney, um, but the 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 stuff that they've got coming from Lucasfilms, the stuff that they have got coming from Marvel is fantastic. I I I about my I, I about I scream like Lost a little it. girl. I scream like Lost a little girl it. when yeah. when they announced Ironheart because um, I've had so much fun collecting her books. I've had so much fun reading her stories in Champions. In in Ironheart, in Invincible Iron Man, uh, both volumes two and three, um, that was really surprising. But this one right here, this was a shocker. I didn't think they were ready to announce that. John yeah. Watt directing. Um, uh, I just, I can't wait. Oh, it, what yeah. if? I mean, and, just what ifs? And, I, and and please, 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 let us have John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as as the first couple. Please, but here's please. the thing. Please. Okay, this is interesting how they're going to do King and the Conqueror. For those who don't know Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors is an African-American actor. However, however, it his race doesn't need to be known. Mm-hmm. King the Conqueror comes or goes around th- running through space and time mm-hmm. with a, like a purple head or like a bluish head. Mm-hmm. You don't tell, you can't tell his race by... His, by the way Kang looks, that doesn't mean that we won't learn his his parentage in the form of the in the form of being a, a Richards. So people are going like, okay, this guarantees that Reed Richards is going to be black. That, that Sue, uh, the Sue Storm or Reed Richards is going to be black. We don't know that. We don't know. We don't know how they're going to how they're going to dress uh, Kang the Conqueror. We don't know if. If, if they just hired a damn good actor in the form of Jonathan Majors, who just happens to be African-American. Yeah. Or are they going to make John, uh, Sue and Reed, Sto- Reed Richards uh, 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 black? We don't know. We, uh, we know. don't know. Um, I, I honestly, just, just real quick. Yeah. I want them to key stay true to the original form of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that Jonathan Majors, though I, I hope his portrayal of a an iconic and very important and and and, and, and dynamic villain to the Marvel universe comes across great. And I think he will do a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, I just wish the race had nothing to do yeah. with with this. So 
Yeah, doing a little bit more research, actually, Kang the Conqueror is a descendant of, of Reed Richards. So he could possibly be... He yeah, there be, we, yeah. Yeah, he could be... Yeah, definitely, I, that's up to the truth. And I just just for you, possibly, this, the, this is the fan in me speaking. One, being a big fan of John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, and knowing that they're one, a couple, and have amazing freaking chemistry together, that already is like... I, there, that's, that's, and, they, and they look the part. Yeah, so absolutely freaking Lily, man. Just specifically John with his freaking beard now, especially his beard now in comparison to like Reed Richards now with his beard in the comic run, right? Yeah. But overall, that was amazing. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's, it's gonna and it's gonna be a tough character to play because you have to understand too that Reed Richards is the most intelligent person in the Marvel universe. Yes, people will always tell you that Reed Richards is number one, number two. Um, is kind of up there, and in, 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 yeah. in people will argue that it's Tony Stark. Some people will say that it's Shuri. Some will say that it actually is um, Ma- Amadeus Cho. Amadeus Cho could be Lunella, yeah. uh, which is um, uh, uh, Moon Girl and Dino- D- Double Dinosaur. Some That's will right. say that it's Riri Williams. Um, some, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, kind of higher- yeah. Bruce Banner is in the argument, but that Reed Richards yeah. has always been the number one. Reed Richards yeah. is by far the brains of the operation when it comes to the marvel universe but yeah. what, again that's something we can get to speaking of uh comic books we're going to do that comic book uh, issue that uh that jr mentioned yeah. got a little mighty morphin rangers here i will say too though i'll just put out my um my favorite thing in the whole con too with the whole the whole uh the whole day too actually for me it comes from a place of like oh my gosh it's my childhood alfred molina come back as as oh. i i love that because to me, I think for me, the best villain per se was Doc Ock. Oh, me. Doc Ock in Spider-Man Two is probably he the best portrayal. He was so good. He was perfect. So he was ripped. Good. He was ripped from the pages. He, he like his motivations were great, and everything about the character was so great. So I'm hoping they expand on that, and I just want to see what what happens when they do so. That is my favorite cover of the week, Lee by the way. Inyuk, uh, uh, Inyuk Lee Inyuk Lee, Lee, fantastic artist. Uh, I, I love his work. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of his really good stuff is getting stuck behind the paywall of of high grade retail variants and stuff like that. But that's yeah. just a, a credit to uh, how he is, which how is good. He is. Um, your man crush, little man mm-hmm. crush Monday when this drops, hopefully, is Johnny Cage issue number Yo. two of crossover. Crossover is out. So yeah, man, it's good. It's a good. It's a good is that read. An Adam Hughes cover. No. No, 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 no. It very has a very Adam Hughes. Uh, that's uh, that's Stegman, I think. I think that's Stegman. No, 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 no this no. one. Um, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll... I, as he as he remembers to that, guys. I apologize for the my room right now. Even though it's been a mess for a very oh my gosh, yes, Peach Moko. Even though my room is a horrible, horrendous mess right now, I'm actually in the process of like you know cleaning, painting, uh, ripping so out some many, stuff, putting in new. So many covers yes. by her came out this past week, and this is mm. by far one of the best covers of the week. One of the great, one of the best covers she's done. Yeah. yeah. Um, just the, the every week it start Jr's woman crush is, is on this artist is she, coming through, she, and she is uh, she's making uh, she's making claim to being possibly one of the best artists to come out of the 2020, 2019, then, 2020 cycle. I scored a two for one. What do you do? What you do? Oh, nice. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Came in with that. But my two for one. What the heck? I got the black and white sketch. Wait, wait. The chick. Did they keep? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, this is a one in thirty black and white retail variant. Um, I. I was hemming and hawing about wanting to buy 
the Vampire. I like Vampirella. Um, I think it's an interesting character. I've gro- I'm growing on the Peach Momoko artwork. Um, and uh, I, I just, I, I had to have it. And mm. I actually like the black and white variant better in a lot, in a lot of cases. Um, but uh, Chick made me a deal that uh, she would throw <laughs> in the, um, mm-hmm. the color version uh, as an added bonus. Right. So, right. you know. I, you want to see my stuff? Of course. You probably spent more money than I did. Oh no! I actually, um, I actually, I might have, I probably did, but then it's just more so. I got my CGCs back this week, right? Some oh, of them. okay. There you go. So, uh, mine. yeah, I know, I know. Uh, this one hurt. This one hurt though. This first one hurt a lot. Nine four, black, uh, Black Panther, T'Challa. Oh, that one's oh, rising up the ranks, hurt, bro. Dude. Of this course, it pays though. homage to the Ninety Nine Problems uh, album by Black, by Jay Z. Ninety Nine Problems being a nine point four is mine. <laughs> is one. Another, another Nas. Oh, another, uh, um, another hip hop variant. Nine point six. These are gonna go out. I'm gonna sell these ones. I'm gonna sell these babies. Now, that was my lowest one. Of course, you guys just saw my first null come out nine eight. First null. I think the last one sold was like five ten, five fifty. Kind of the hip hop variant thread uh, on. There you go. Something's killing children. I don't know. This is a homage to something's killing the children. Department of Truth. I was, I was say, that is, that is, yeah, it's an one for one hundred variant. Yeah, it's because it's the same art. It's the same artist. Same artist. Yeah. And my last one, I got another. I got another one of these babies in man. Venom three again. The white variant. Oh my eight. gosh! You how many of those do you have? Uh, total of nine of a uh, total of, of three. I think I got seven, and I five of them are the the first print, and two of them are the second print. I thought I had three. I did have three. I gave one. I gave one to my sister because I thought she didn't have any. And but I, from what comes to find out, she has two. So there we have it. <laughs> the so, yeah. um, I know. I wish. Oh, here you go. Hip hop variants. Um, the Black Panther. Uh, 99 problems jay-z cover yep. is arguably one of the most sought after one i got super lucky um another one that's that's going up there is the um the the, Kamala, the education of kamala khan yeah, yeah i have that one too uh, that one's a 30 dollars high grade um the really really ones which beat up too because i think that's an homage to i think uh who was homage to uh horn hill maybe I think it was either Lone Harold or uh, that's Kamala Khan's. Missy Elliott. Okay, okay. I I'm think the Missy Elliott one. I'm trying to find the Black Panther one, which uh, I got. Like I said, I got super lucky to get my hands on it. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the last ones that they came out when they did the hip hop variants. Um, God dang, where is it on this list? They, the hip. Well, see, the thing is, the, all the hip hop variants. Okay, your Miles Morales hip hop variant mm-hmm. um, cover inspired by. Uh, uh, it's not Maddox, it's not Nas, Maddox. high grade, hundred thirty bucks. Yeah, the, the um, nine eights are going for like five hundred bucks right now. I got a yeah. nine four, was going for three hundred. Black Panther, high grade, going for fifty. Of course, it's inspired by the Black album by Jay Z. Apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of them in here that um, that are going for uh, some big bucks. And oh, also for the and also for the fans who know the reason why I got this background Lakers. If you know, you know. The the, the NBA, you know, you know. The, the NBA season is about to start. In the twenty second, we had preseason games already starting. So Ooh, yeah, I got rid of my Lakers, my guys. 
the, so I, yeah. got the, I got the Doctor Strange one. Uh, oh yeah, that one too. Yeah, yeah the the freaking the the, the, uh, the, uh, the chronic chronic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's too. so many good. Uh, check it out on Key Collector. Uh, download the app. Go to Hip Hop Variants under the category and check out uh, that. It was a, it was a great little run that Marvel did back in 2015 yeah. 2016. Um, so check it out. But uh, hey Kevin, hey Kevin, how do you feel about doing a podcast as in Star Wars? As we've been doing Star Wars the last like six weeks. Well, we have even though technically we. Did. Star Wars podcast still, but we did still do a Star Wars podcast where a good chunk of it was about the Star Wars stuff coming from the Disney, uh, uh, yeah, um, investor meeting. But we will have the Star Wars, uh, saga return with Return of the Jedi next week after this episode drops. Don't forget to go back and listen to our uh, podcast about Empire Strikes Back from last week. And of course, mm. prior to that was A New Hope, Rogue One, sure. Solo, and of course, the prequel trilogy coming up. After Return of the Jedi, we have Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. And then, of course, we will go back and kind of cover The Mandalorian Seasons 1 and Season 2. And then, um, I don't know if we're going to... We might still do it straight uh, straight through and cover The Clone Wars and Rebels um, and whatnot, but... Oh, yeah. two, we have more animated features or animated movie or shows coming to the Star Wars... Uh, in, uh, genre we have bad batch will also oh, be right, coming yeah. to disney plus but we could get all of that right. yeah. uh, when we get to the clone war so he is jr at also not jr comics, comics 42, 42 on instagram and he, yep and he is the voice of Kevin reason 20. yes sir uh <laughs> telling you guys uh be kind wear your damn masks um let's get through this shit uh yeah. and uh Guys, look at we have all this stuff to watch on Netflix yeah. and Hulu and Disney Plus and HBO Max and Stay Peacock. Home. Stay freaking home if you don't have to be at home. Yeah. Just, just if you don't have to be at work, just stay at home, bro. Yeah, go home, go to go home and go to work, be with your family and just watch all the all this new Disney content that's gonna come out in the next dude, two just three watch years. Mandalorian like JR's not dude enjoy seasons one and season two season I'm two is phenomenal drop kicky right now dude <laughs> freaking season two bro season I, motherfucking two I might I might just like just like just bite the bullet and just do it right tonight dude the next couple of days because I I I, I love me some Sokotano and Rosario Dawson as a Sokotano I'm like yes I did not know I need that in my life and I do. <laughs> So, I will say that it, it, go back and watch, uh, go back and listen to our uh, Empire Strikes Back episode, and you can hear Jr. not speak English at the end of our podcast. It was great. It's worth not. It's worth listening to all the way to the end. He hits. He hits his punch. He hits the punch drunk level, and uh, he, he he was tapped. So, all right, guys, have a great uh, have a great week. We will see you next week with Return of the Jedi and the end to the original trilogy. And uh, guys, enjoy all this. And there is a collector's issue, uh, issue, or rather, a collector's episode coming up in your near future based yep. on all the information we learned this past week with the investor meeting. All right, guys. Started this week, guys. Yeah. So, in other words, in our famous sign off words, peace. Hey, guys. Uh